Today's episode is brought to you by Reef Builders, winner of Best of Howls, five years running. Reef Builders is a Tempe, Arizona-based, full-service design-build construction company. What's a design-build company? It means you deal with one company for everything. Reef Builders is able to take your vision and bring it to life by drawing your plans, producing photorealistic, high-resolution 3D renderings of your kitchen, baths, and more, helping you design and pick your finishes, and finally, executing that vision. With their years of building experience and a superior client experience, using tools such as online project management software through their client portal that allows you to see your renovation in real time. Whether you're in town, on vacation, or living in another state, you have access to job progress photos, your build schedule, financials, and much more anywhere in the world. So if you're looking for a complete bath or kitchen renovation, a complete home renovation, a custom home designed and built, or a boutique commercial project built out, Reef Builders can deliver it. Reef Builders, your vision, their experience delivered. All right, here we go. Episode four. Episode four is with Clint Gower. Clint Gower and I have known each other for about 14 years now. Clint and I spent some time on uh, rescue, but we call that, an, uh, most people call that an ambulance, but in the Phoenix system, they call that a rescue. Uh, worked together downtown for a very long time. Clint is a very interesting uh, person. He has done a lot of things in uh, a short amount of time. Uh, today, he's going to talk about that journey, um, what that journey entailed, what made him su- successful, what things he had to battle through, uh, head injuries. Uh, he was a professional BMX racer, so most of our conversation will be surrounded by that. And uh, growing up, um, he's also an accomplished CrossFit athlete. Um, but unfortunately, we ran out of time today, so we need to talk about that. But we'll have to bring him back to talk about that. But anyway, here we go. Episode four with Clint Gower. <laughs> Yeah, hey, what's going on? My name's uh, Clint Gower. I'm 38 years old now. Um, yeah, grew up, born and raised in uh, Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, played a bunch of sports growing up, you know, from wrestling to track to football, baseball, kind of everything. Um, probably didn't grow up in the greatest neighborhood, you know, and I think sports was one of my outlets, you know, growing up and, and being able to kind of uh, uh, stay away from maybe um, the not so good, I guess, um, you know. And uh, up into including a, a professional, I guess uh, you could say sports career. I was an athlete. I raced a professional BMX for a handful of years, and I was a, an amateur before that, obviously. And um, were you before or after Crew Jones? I was way after Crew Jones. <laughs> Funny story about that, though. So rad, right? Crew Jones, yeah, awesome. Come on, best uh, movie, BMX yeah, movie ever. Right? Yeah. So there was a gentleman um, in there. There's two brothers, and one of them, he was actually my trainer for a short time oh really yeah it was pretty crazy so seeing that you know movie and stuff and then having him be one of my trainers was was pretty wild so um yeah so i was able to do that i was in 2003 i was uh um invited to the x games um yeah had some injuries long story short um got on the fire department i've been a, a member of the phoenix fire department now for the last 13 years and i opened up a uh, a crossfit gym approximately about three and a half years ago so yeah, that's where I'm at now. It's crazy. That seems like yesterday. I was just like hanging out outside your gym. Or actually, when we went went there to look at to see what you needed for construction. Yeah, it's been three and a half years. Yeah, it's it's wild. It's uh, yeah, talking about that. You know, like the 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 landlord was over 
probably about six months ago and talking about doing another lease and hey you know what are we gonna do you know another couple of years and i'm thinking man we've been here for almost four years it's crazy it's so crazy because it does it seems like uh it seems like yesterday yeah and you started with how many members zero and then now yeah I'm, we're probably hovering right around that 80 to 100 mark you know which is That's perfect good, for us yeah it's absolutely yeah. manageable so um yeah it's interesting yeah. So he grew up in Phoenix, Arizona, but really yeah. he grew up in uh, a neighborhood called Maryville, which is predominantly now uh, African-American, Mexican, yeah. um, no Asians. No. I can tell. Just no. If I moved there, there'd be one. There, 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 was, there was one. <laughs> I had one Asian friend growing up. Probably the most awesome, smartest mathematician ever. He was. He was. <laughs> he could do it all. Yeah. Um, talk, talk about that, dude, because I know that, like, your mom was like my mom, like, Hustler, straight up worked all the time, and like, t t tell me about that experience. Yeah, so, yeah, kind of pretty interesting. Um, you know, grew up, and I think Maryville was a, it was a pretty affluent, um, you know, neighborhood at one time, and uh, wasn't really probably late '80s and '90s when I was there. But uh, yeah, so I grew up. My parents were my parents were young when they got married. You know, they uh, they worked a lot. Obviously, you know, they had to, to support us and put bread on the table, and, and so they were gone quite a bit. So. Um, Anyways, long story short, grew up in Maryville and uh, was really raised by, and I know you know this, but was really raised by uh, somebody who I consider like a second mother to me, you know, yeah. till I was in my early teen. Is that know? where you figured out how to show up on time? Yeah. What, what was from her? You know what? That's probably it, actually, <laughs> now that I'm sitting here thinking about it. Yeah. I got to talk to Mike about that one, by the way. Yeah, that's probably it. So, yeah. And she was a, she was a, an African-American woman, you know, and, and I just, like you said, you know, it was predominantly back then. I think it was still probably predominantly hispanic you know with yeah. um obviously some some african-american and and uh yeah different so, difference was, right because you're the minority growing up in that absolutely right? like did, were yeah. you fighting a lot like is that why you like started to get into wrestling because you're getting your ass beat or, <laughs> or like you're fighting every day like you know what it definitely man looking back now you know obviously and uh being a little bit older now and looking back it, it was just it was the norm back then right so yeah, yeah you definitely fought man if you if you were if you ran your mouth or you looked funny or this or that, right. you better, you're going to, you're, you were going to get in a fight, you know? Yeah. So I don't know how the wrestling thing kind of just, it kind of just came about, to be honest with you. I was, I played, so from the age of five, you know, I played uh, baseball, tra I, I ran track and then um, played football. And now getting into seventh grade, um, some of the guys that I was playing football with, it was, it was kind of crazy because we, we grew up with this core group of people, right? And we all played the same sports. Right. And we were all on the same team year after year after year, you know, obviously by design by, you know, the coaches. Me, I was always <laughs> a fat kid, so I was always one year <laughs> yeah. ahead of everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, man, I, I, remember, I remember guys, it's funny talking about that. Like, I remember guys almost cutting weight when we were playing pop warner oh, yeah. just to stay yeah. down the you fat know? kid tattoo yeah like yeah. remember the uh the 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 telethon or the the fundraiser that yeah. you used to do for pop warner football yeah. and have to run laps around yeah the, yeah around, and all the fat linemen they're oh, like hey you that. guys gotta run more laps than everybody else because because they had to make weight yeah yeah so um yeah i definitely think um you know you you stood up for yourself you know and it was it's such a funny i, I had such a different mindset back then obviously and growing yeah. up and you know, um, so yeah, going into seventh grade, I decided to do something different and I, and I wanted to wrestle. So I tried it and it was, you know, one of those instant things for me that like gave me that gratification. And I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. yeah you gotta be this is cool. Somewhat retarded to want to wrestle for sure. Yeah, I definitely think so. Um, I had a really good coach going into seventh and eighth grade. And um, who was it? 
His name was Simmons, and I don't remember. We just called him Coach Simmons, so I don't really remember his first name. I, I don't remember. <laughs> but it was Simmons back then, and, uh, you know, we just called him Coach Simmons. And um, he was there, and he was he was awesome. And he took me to a level very quickly that I can look back now and go, man, that was a – that was a pretty steep learning curve. Yeah, but you're come on, you're a pro athlete, so 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 your learning curve is gonna be a little bit faster than like say myself. Like, you like you like you're gonna learn something in ten moves. It's gonna take me a hundred thousand. So like yeah, I don't faster. know. I don't know if I have. Yeah, I don't know. I think you're. I, I know you, right? So <laughs> you're discounting yourself a little bit here, you're, right? You're a liar. So I know who you are, <laughs> and uh, you know I don't know, man. It was just one of those things that, uh, you know, I enjoyed, and I just yeah went after and what did you get from that coach because like i had tucker and lewis in here yeah and we talked about like coaches and mentors and like what we got from those guys like obviously that was probably the first coach that really no you know what you know what i mean i was so going back to like literally probably right around that five-year-old mark you know and when you're playing or whenever you start playing um I started playing soccer. Full contact. Okay. Yeah, because I, I couldn't start so, playing football until I was eight or something. So, so maybe that's what it was. So I remember sitting down when I was five and my parents said, okay, we're either going to do t-ball or soccer. What do you want to do? And I remember that being such a dilemma for me when I was a kid, you know? Yeah. I sat there and I was like, oh, I don't know, you know? And I and I decided to play. It was t-ball. Right. Um, my grandpa actually played baseball for the Army. Um, before he got on the fire department and stuff. So it was just, you know, I was like, oh, you know, I'm going to be like my grandpa. I'm going to play baseball. And uh, my uncles played, my dad played, all that other stuff. So um, it was kind of just one of those natural, you know, progressions or choices that I made. So went into T-ball. So had some really good coaches then, but literally from the age that I could play tackle football, I had the same coaches, which was my dad. And I don't know if... So Frankie Signs. Oh uh-huh, yeah. So Frankie yep. Signs, a UFC fighter, right? Yep. We grew Marcus up together. Kid too. Oh yeah. He's Padre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So exactly. Yep. Um, I was actually supposed to go. I, I've talked to you about this, but you would have been on the same I team. know, man. I know. Smashing people on the mats. I know. <laughs> so uh, probably been in jail too. But yeah, probably, <laughs> probably. But no. So so we grew up together. You know, we were really we were really good friends. You know, as as far as I remember growing up and stuff and. Um, uh, so my dad and his dad, his dad was always a head coach. My dad always kind of helped out and stuff. And, uh, I had the, I, that's like, that was most of my childhood. I had such a, uh, like a core foundation of coach, you know, like I, I didn't have all these sporadic coaches. So right. we played baseball together. We played football together. The only difference that I had was track and then wrestling and wrestling. We still kind of sprinkled in a little bit, but those guys were, uh, you know, those guys were going to somewhere else and then I ended up moving and all this other stuff. So what'd uh, you get from those early coaches? Like, sounds like one thing you got out of them was consistency. You know what? Yeah. Consistency. And it was, it was just that it was just constantly driven home that, um, hard work, hard work, um, you know, practice like you play, no excuses, just work. All the stuff that you still have. Absolutely. I remember, I remember being little, little playing football and we ran the same play a thousand times until he thought it was good, you know, until it was perfect and it was just driven. And I just, I, I was, I was given those 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 early lessons, you know, those characteristics were yeah. were were given to me where it was, you know, you well, just, those obviously stuck. You with just you. worked, yeah. And I don't know if it was it partially, probably I was receptive to that, you know, because right. I had a little bit of that um, that mindset anyway. Right. So, um, yeah, for probably people that don't know me, I I 
was pretty bad OCD. I mean, I still have it now, you know, but I think I, I used it in, in, in every aspect of my life. And that yeah. was one of those things. I mean, practice, it was, I was, I was practicing the win. I was practicing to, yep. to, to be better, to dominate, you know, but that's so. something that's made you successful. Absolutely. It's like doing yeah. things perfectly Absolutely. over and over again. Yep. Until yep. you like CrossFit, just do the same movement. A hundred thousand times. It is, man. Me? That's not for me. Yeah. I'm more of a creative, well, creative put together. Like, here, let me follow this thing over and over. I want to punch myself in the face. Yeah. <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. I think the reason I, pro- well, yeah, I mean, going into the CrossFit conversation, I guess it's. We can uh, get there. We can get there. Yeah. But yeah but, we'll talk about yeah, that Yeah. But that OCD thing, that, that's actually, it's a, it's a positive and a negative. Like probably as you got older, you figured out how to kind of temper that. Like, whoa. I'm like man absolutely there was a there this. was a there was an absolute time in my life where it was detrimental to me yeah um relationships <laughs> yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah no, it's, I, I can it's funny you yeah. say that because it's it's We're you know the same when i talk about yeah like the testing process to get on the job yeah. or to do certain things there wasn't um there wasn't anything that was going to stop me yeah. you know and relationships was absolutely one of those facets in my life that yeah. i was like hey man this isn't yeah you got to go you know, and uh, good and bad, I guess. You know, looking yeah. back, and it is what it is. It's, it's just maybe, a journey. Yeah, it's that's it, journey, dude. Man. That's it. Absolutely. And people, I don't think people realize that. Like, people coming out of your life, things happen. Yeah. Boys, girls, whoever. Yeah. Friends, and like, you know, that's how, that's how life moves. But yeah. I, w- when you're younger, I don't think you get it. But as you get older, Correct. some people. Not that's everybody. that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's interesting. Um, you, you, you just go down that path. But Coach Simmons, so you, so you got Coach Simmons. Yeah, so so I had these coaches, you know, Frankie Signs and my dad, basically, right? Frank Signs, Frank Signs uh, Sr. And um, so I had these guys literally like my whole life. It was, and then, you know, so I, I go on to seventh grade now, now it's just Coach Simmons, and he fit. It, it was it, it was like, um, they were, he's almost tailor-made for me as well, you know? It was, I was so used to this structure, and he had the same I feel probably principles as far as coaching and stuff goes you know and so it was just it was such a seamless transition for me with him and he was the same thing there was no I just remember being in seventh grade and doing drills and um like how do I finding something in, in in myself in the okay so you wrestled for a long time right a little bit there's yeah there's uh that wrestling room brings out something different in you. Oh yeah, for right? sure. Yeah, like there's different switches in your life that, or, to, or to me, diff- it's the greatest environment in the world, dude. I, I could I couldn't agree more. I, <laughs> you I, learned so much about yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had I probably have had more through. You know, man, I was lucky. Well, you go back to oops, sorry. No, you go good. back to you go back to saying like getting bored with stuff. That's probably why I played so many sports, and yeah. because I continue to try to push myself or find that feeling of being alive you yeah. know that that those 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 emotions that get elicited with sports scared and excited and you know what i mean um confident all of those things right scott um, porter says i have training add i'm like no man i just like to do a lot of stuff <laughs> yeah <laughs> training add yeah I, I just like to do multiple things yeah like, how do you do the same thing all the time I yeah do that. So. yeah so um yeah so like like you said it it you find something within yourself in that room and it, there's a lot of life lessons, I think, like, you know, that, that are that are taught in that room. Yeah, for sure. Like, was he a coach? Because I know, like, I had a, a one high school coach. Yep. Like, I do not want to lose for this guy. Like, that's, that, that's, like, the worst thing. Like, losing sucks, but, like, like 
just to let that guy down because they put so much into you. Absolutely. And you're like, man, I don't want to lose for that guy. You know what? That was that. that was, it's funny that you say that. I, I don't know if I ever thought about it that way, but that's absolutely the truth. And he was one of those guys for me that, yeah, it was. I think it would have been a, a bigger disappointment for me um, that with team sports is different, obviously, but you know, cause you have teammates that you, that you rely on and you know, that you can kind of maybe pass some blame to, I guess, if you want to say that, yeah, you yeah. know, I mean, misery loves company. Yeah, that's right? it, dude. That's it. So, uh, you You're know, but, in a circle and spandex and everybody's watching. Dude. <laughs> yeah. So it was absolutely that, that at that point in my life, that was, he was absolutely one of those coaches for me where, yeah, it wasn't just, it wasn't just me out there too. You know, oh, yeah. I was definitely, I had a, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Like that's where wrestling's where, like, obviously I learned my work ethic from my family. Like you learned it from your mom because she, you know, she, I know she's been influential in your life, but I Absolutely. learned it from my mom and my dad and just hard work and all that yeah. kind of stuff. And then yeah. like, those guys back it up Yeah. even further. You're like, Hey man, like if I put in the work, good shit usually happens. Absolutely. Yeah. No, that was it. It's kind of funny. Like you talk about, <clears throat> um, like that work ethic, you know, and you keep going back to my mom and she was definitely one of those people too. We you know, today, that, right? For oh you. man, I still, it's funny. Um, I still call her all the time and I call her like in the morning, you yeah. know, while I'm going to work and well, stuff. Well, she's a smart lady. Tell like, uh, tell everybody her background. Like, yeah, no. So she, no dummy. Yeah, no, she's not. She is, man, and I don't want to butcher this because if she ends up hearing this, I don't know. Just say sorry, mom. She's at. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> mom. I apologize. So I, right now she, she runs the HR department for uh, PHI Helicopters, which is like th that owns Aravac, right? right? So that's what she does. But she's been the national business operations manager. She's kind of played all of these different roles yeah. within that company and she's been there for, for quite a long time. But she's she was, um, it's funny, like her background, right? So I can go back a little bit. She was raised, so she was born in um, in New Mexico, right? It's cleaner than regular Mexico, if you've heard. It's a, yeah. Well, I don't. Well, it depends on where you go, dude. So <laughs> they were. My family's from like super small towns, you know. Right. Um, I'll I'll tell you a story in a minute when I get to this, but. Yeah, so they were like, they were poor farmers, you know, right. and grew up on, you know, they had dairy farms and they farmed, you know, other crops and this and that, right? So that's kind of how my mom, that's how she grew up you to have, a certain you age. You have hillbilly redneck blood. Oh, I, I, dude. I, I'd have never guessed. Yeah. yeah. I'd yeah. never guessed that. Yeah. <laughs> Jacked up white truck. Oh, yeah. Beat up. I'd never guess it, <laughs> hillbilly. <laughs> so, yeah, man. So I don't think, um, you know, the characteristics that were, that were, passed on to her were definitely that of just hard work and there wasn't there wasn't any excuses man you you, you got to get up at a certain time and you got to feed the cattle you got to milk the cattle you got to go you know do crops you got to do this you got to do that right so she she took that and passed that on to me you know from and she still exemplifies that today like right. I, I still see her today and it's that you know her tenacity and her um not only her tenacity but her open-mindedness the older i get the more um the more I kind of envy her and try to maybe emulate her at times yeah, for sure. where I ask for advice quite a bit. Yeah. Cause you know? I know sometimes like she, she sounds like a natural leader, good leader. Like I know sometimes yeah. when you struggled with some of the leadership we've come yeah. across, you're like, dude, I gotta call my mom. Absolutely. She and she's like, you know, usually right on point. Yeah. I'm a, uh, I'm definitely wired a lot hotter than she is. You, you know? No. Yeah. Yeah. That's what happens when you grow up on the West side <laughs> in Maryville and you're one of, one of 10 white kids or how much minorities. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Clint and I have an ongoing inside joke. I'm like, take the West Side out of it. Yeah. Stop being a West Sider. Yeah. Clint, Clint runs hot. Yeah. 
Not as much anymore. Well, yeah, since you had kids, like and that's I been mellowed you out, dude. That's been huge, man. Yeah, yeah. My daughter's been a big It'll teach you patience, oh, right? Oh, <laughs> dude, it's a it's a test daily. Oh yeah, I'm sure it's a test daily. Yeah, that's been that's been a huge transition. We'll get to that probably later too, but we'll, that's been a huge transition in my life. So yeah, so um, just her open mindedness and her her um, where sometimes. Not as much now because it's something that obviously, you know, that, that you work on is when you get older and you try to. Um, I, I, well, the thing she, with you is you're all like, we're, I think we're, we've been such good friends, stuff like that. It's like, we're never happy with where we're at. Absolutely. You never. Know, we, we're always trying to get better. Yep. Like, we're, I think we, I, I would say we're satisfied, but we're never like, yeah, man, you're awesome. We're like, no, dude, you could be so much better just for ourselves. Like, we don't. I think when we were younger, I think maybe you a little more than me, I, I could be wrong, but you projected that a little more on people. And like, I've had this conversation with other people. It's like your standard is so high for yourself that you want everybody to be there with you, but it's like, they'll never be there just because you didn't, you didn't recognize how talented you were as an athlete or as self-discipline, stuff like that. Like there's some people that just never get to that level. Yeah. And you know what? It's funny you say that. And even still to this day, um, you know, I mean, up until like a year and a half ago, I was still competing with doing some stuff. And I was I was fortunate to be able to fortunate. That's funny because I thought about this the other day. You're definitely fortunate, I think, sometimes in your life. And maybe you get lucky if you if you believe in luck or, or whatever it is. But a lot of things that, that I got in, in you as well, it's because you weren't afraid to grind and nope. you weren't afraid to expose yourself and you yeah. weren't afraid to uh, kind of lay it all out there. Well, that's what the wrestling room is like, right? Like, oh, yeah. Some days you're king of the wrestling room and then you come back the next day and you just get your ass handed that's to it. you. And you're like, I'm going to come back for some more of that. Yeah, no, like, that's exactly, that's yeah, it. Like, what's wrong with you? That's it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's... that's and you're excited it. to come back for it. Like, man, I got caught three times yesterday or yeah. whatever. And then you're just like, right back at it. That's dude. it. No, that's, that's exactly it, man. So... Um, it, but, but to be able to watch your like have your mom as like a constant like yeah like, reassurance and reinforcement of that behavior it's like it's got to rub off yeah no absolutely and it's funny going back to you know the way I'm wired and it's it's definitely toned down the older I get you know but um, there were times in my life that I that I I struggled with that and I struggled with um, I, I was I was rebellious. You yeah. know, and it was, there were things that, um, I didn't listen at times, obviously, yeah. you know, and it's, it's so funny to see things start coming full circle and it's been a while now, but the older I get and like, be able to have those conversations and like she, a year, she, a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> a little bit, maybe like three. <laughs> so it's funny though. Like she would always tell me, she'd always tell me, she said one day, one day, you know, you'll, uh, I don't remember exactly how she said it, but it was, it was something along the lines of. One day you'll know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you'll get it, like sooner or later. And I remember a handful of years ago starting to do things and thinking to myself, I'm like my mother or yeah. like my father. You know, these these core moral values that were that were instilled in me at a young age, I started seeing it. Those are important things to hold on yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. And I think I fought it for a long time. <laughs> but, uh, man, I, I, I more and more, you yeah. know. Most good leaders or athletes I know, they're a little they're a little bit defiant by nature. Oh, absolutely. You're not going to buy into the bullshit. Yeah, like, absolutely. Like, right off the bat. Yeah. Like, I'm the same way. Like, yeah. You're going to have to show me, and then I'm going to be like, all right, then I'll follow you. That's, like, that's exactly it. You know, they especially say. Especially if you look like shit. Like in athletics, like, you know, you're like big fat gut or the same. Oh, yeah. And you're, you're preaching all this stuff. I'm like, dude. 
Yeah, prove it. Stop. Uh-huh. Yeah, like, and then like, okay, he proved it. You know, uh, that's exactly. I judged the book by its cover, but then he actually, you know, he, he can get it on. Yeah, but yeah. I'm trust me. I, I'll, I know I'll you're. I know you're. The, yeah, and we've talked about this. You know, it's just don't throw out respect. I guess. Yeah. You know, well, it's early, I'm not man. exactly. That's yeah, it. Early. You know, and not being, you know, malicious to anybody or 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 look down on them or anything like that. But it's not. It, you yeah. know, in we're, that environment, like especially dogs. like just like when you and I started working yeah. at it, like we we're sniffing each other's butts for a little oh, while. Oh, of course. <laughs> that was <laughs> such. That was <laughs> funny, dude. To, to like, this guy's all right. I like this guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, because because I didn't know who you were. Yeah. Plus, you hear all you hear a story or two, and then you think yeah. of something else, and everybody's stories are always super inflated. And I don't even <laughs> remember if I heard. I don't even remember hearing stories about you. I just remember thinking, like, man, I don't even know this guy, but these guys really want him. Yeah. And I was going, huh. You know, just because I'm a big retard like that. That's it. <laughs> yeah, it ended up working out pretty well. So yeah, for sure. Funny how that stuff. We're, we're here now. That's it. Got <laughs> All right. So you wrestled in junior high, and yeah. then when did you start bike racing? Yeah. Like, was so that in junior high or high school? Yeah. Nope. So freshman year. So fast forward, fast forward, right? And then um, is that kind of late to start being? Oh uh, yeah, real late. Like most, aren't most of those little dudes in like yeah, like paper plate, like oh, five yeah. years old, dude? Yeah. 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 So yeah, so, that's crazy. I'm like I'm freshman year, right? I'm 14, 15 years old. I think I was 15 at the time. How big were you at 14? I 15? was little, man. I shoot. I wrestled my freshman year. I was four ten or four eleven, like eighty three pounds. I take that yeah, back. We're little. I no, was twice I think, the size of you. I wrestled 160 as a freshman. Really? Yeah. When did you, when, well, you still don't shave, but like, when did you <laughs> when did you start growing? Like, when were you able to shave? Uh, late, dude. Like in like after college. Oh, okay. Like I'm still like a th- every third day shaver now. Dude. Yeah. No, back then I don't think I don't think I I don't think I probably broke out a razor until I was probably 16. I don't even know if I shaved, dude, until I was on the job. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty, I was like, I probably was in my twenties. Eighty-three pounds. That's little, dude. Dude, and I had to. I remember because one hundred three was the lowest weight. Class I take that back. So freshman year, I was one hundred three. Okay. Right, but I only weighed ninety pounds or something. I, well, I think I think the minimum weight was a hundred or one hundred one or something to I even wrestle one hundred threes. Oh, was it ten? If you were ten pounds under, you could wrestle. Okay, then maybe there. so like ninety-three. Yeah. Okay, so man, I'm trying to. We're going back in the archives. And um, anyways, I remember having to drink water to be able to weigh enough when I stepped on scale to wrestle <laughs> because I was that little. Jesus. Yeah. That's crazy. 4'11"? Yeah, yeah, I was 4'10", 4'11". And then, well, now, yeah. So, however, you Jesus, know. Dude, that's crazy. Yeah, I, had to, I literally had to drink water to be able to make weight to, to wrestle 103s. That's yeah. Nuts. So, I was little, man. So... I meet this guy, one of the first guys that, that, that I met at this new school. I don't know a soul, right? I what's, grew up what's the new school? Greenway. Okay. So I went to Greenway High School. What, what were they? The, the, the demons. demons. Greenway demons. So I go from living in this neighborhood and looking back now, really kind of having a bubble that I lived in because yeah. I had the same group of friends that we played, all played sports together. We did this, you know. So then moving forward, I didn't know a soul. I literally, I, I, I moved to this new neighborhood. I don't know anybody. So one of the first guys that I meet He's like, hey, I like I race bikes, and I'm going. What do you mean, like you race bikes? I'm racing too every day. Yeah, I go, I go like, like actually, like pedal bikes, like you race bikes. He's like, yeah, like uh, there's like a track and this and that, and we go out there. And I, dude, I was so naive. I didn't know, you know. Dude, I had these little ghetto bikes that I rode around the neighborhood (laughs) in. Banana seats. Yeah, oh yeah, dude, I had no idea. I was, I'm not that old, dude. That's you. (laughs) I did first bike ride, banana seat. Yeah, but it was like 10 years old. So because my dad was a car painter. Yeah. So he got some busted ass bike and painted it up and like heavy metal flake. Oh yeah, it was blue. Yeah, and then he did like like the seat upholstered and like it was old when fucking I was young, dude. 
we're not that far. Apart. Was it like a crushed velvet or was it? No, like it was like that plastic that vinyl plastic. Oh yeah. And I saw the bike. I'm like, fuck. I'm like I'm gonna have yeah. to die. like I'm gonna have to ride this in the neighborhood. I'm gonna have to fucking get in a fight because someone's gonna make fun of it and then it's gonna be yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Awesome. And it had the high eight hanger handlebars oh, yeah. on the thing, dude. It was the, did you have the two? Were they like asymmetrical sized wheels? Did you have like the bigger no, twenty was, inch it, it was, and then like no, the sixteen in the front? It wasn't like a. Like a uh, like a lowrider bike. Yeah, Stingray. Is, That's is what I was that, gonna say. Yeah, Stingray. So I almost bought a Stingray not too long ago because I saw <laughs> a guy had it and I was like, oh man, that thing is awesome. Oh yeah, I was that close. When when you moved from Maryville yeah. to, to Greenway, did your did your parents like? Because uh, your parents got divorced, right? Yeah, right when I moved, okay. like four months after I moved into the new neighborhood. So that was like a come up for moms and and, and dad or whatever to get into a better neighborhood. You know, I don't know, and I still, you know, she won't tell you. Oh, are you talking about yes, moving from Maryville to yeah, like, like to we've got to get our kids out of here. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, Wait, like Clint's going to in jail. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I think I think the writing was on the wall maybe for a while, but like I said, you know, my parents were young, right? You know, and they were just doing the best they could to 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 support the family and stuff, and then they finally were in a position where they could, you know, move forward, and and I think, uh, yeah. So, anyways, I moved to this new neighborhood where I don't know anybody, and then, <clears throat> you know, four months later, my parents are divorced, and it was weird. Like, at least my brother and I, we never saw. It wasn't one of those like it was expected. Yeah, it was one of those things that was um, real unexpected. Yeah, and it kind that, of turned that, my world upside down. I think that's quite a, good, a bit. good sign of a good of good parents. Like, hey, yeah. like don't keep, shield them from the bad stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, but eventually, yeah, it, it comes out. Yeah, I, I was a bit, I was six. Yeah. Like they pulled me in to tell me, I'm like, can I yeah. just slide down the, like the fucking driveway yeah. or whatever still? Like, yeah, cool. So I just bounced. Yeah. I look, I look back now and not, absolutely not making any excuses or anything, but that was a, that was a, a kind of a, um, an interesting time in my, in my life. If yeah, you look like at the timeline, oh yeah, dude, puberty, like going to high don't school. know anybody. Yeah. yeah. And it was just this, my world kind of got turned upside down. Yeah, I did sure. a little yeah. bit. Definitely got Absolutely. shook and it was, yeah. it was different. Um, so Did yes. you go through like rough shit with that? Cause I know when like I don't know I don't ever really remember having a bad time because mm-hmm. I saw my dad all the time after I got divorced. But I remember maybe just because I was a fucking rambunctious kid. Yeah, yeah. I remember like third grade, um, the principal calling my mom and like bringing her. And he's like, "Hey, this is the sixth fight that he's had this year. <laughs> if he gets into seventh, we're gonna suspend him." I'm like, so I don't know if maybe some of my shit was latent, like like delayed. Yeah. So I just like taking out all my all my anger out on 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 kids that talk yeah. shit or something. I don't know. You know, man, that's funny. You go to like the talking shit, right? So where I grew up, and I don't know if it's still the same way. Like if you walked past somebody, it's it's funny to say out loud now because I don't think I've really ever said it to many people. But um, you, I mean, you and I have had conversations about some things. Yeah. But, but now everybody's gonna hear. It. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So. Walking past somebody, it was a sign of like, you're not going to punk me. Yeah. Right? So I looked in your eyes and you didn't back down. Yeah. Even though you probably knew you were going to get your butt kicked or, you know, whatever. whatever. Yeah. Yeah, But you're going to act like you're hard. Yeah. 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 (laughs) You knew you were at least going to get a fight. Yeah. You're going to remember me at least. Yeah. And I remember like, it's such a funny thing now, but like the simple phrase is saying like, what's up? That's not how it, how I remember it growing up. If you said, what's up? We're You're like, what's up? Yeah, we're <laughs> fucking going. Yeah, what's up? Okay. Yeah, because I can't be a punk in front of everybody, yeah, right? For sure, I can't be a punk. So now we're gonna fight. And uh, I remember the first day of school, and this guy comes up and he's like, "Hey, what's up, man?" So you're at a predominantly white school now. Oh, dude, <laughs> talking about. Uh, yeah. So I remember going <laughs> yeah. up there and going, "Huh, man, there's there's 
yeah, there's a lot of white people up here. This is interesting. Yeah. It was it was it was such a different. It was literally 180 degrees from where I was. So the way people spoke, the 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 attire that people wore. Hi, how are you? Dude, it was so different. It was so different. I remember the first day like I showed up. Do you want to ride bikes? <laughs> maybe, maybe, yeah. Maybe, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if anybody listening will, will, can, you know, um, can relate to this, but we used to wear high socks, right? Oh, yeah, like real high sure. socks and you're, then you're them crunch them down. down. Yeah, dude. These are my stance. I like these. These they're, are my new favorite. They're coming back. Oh, know? man. It's because you got small calves you're trying to show off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, and we'd scrunch them down, you know what I mean? And then you wore just like some kind of sports shoe. Like, have you heard of BKs? Yeah, yeah, for sure. BK? Yeah, yeah. All right. So, First nights. Oh, yeah, yeah dude. So on, BKs were huge, right? Yeah. And then in Maryville, not not in Greenway. No. Yeah. And we called them Dotemans. They're, yeah, yeah. they're, well, they're Cortezes, yeah. right, but yeah, we called them Dotemans. I didn't even yeah. know the real name of I thought they were Dotemans my whole life, dude. <laughs> Literally until I was like later on in life. And somebody's like, oh, I have Cortez. I'm like, dude, those are Dotemans. And they're like, no, no, these are Cortezes. <laughs> I actually like looked it up and I'm like, right. oh, I, I, I'm I yeah. yeah, that's my naive side, ghetto side coming out, I guess. <laughs> so anyways, like that was the attire. Nobody wore that yeah i remember like seeing doc martens for the first time and being floor i was like what are these and they're like yeah. oh they're doc martens and then i then i, I remember thought that's what your skinheads wore back, yes back then yes that's what i thought if i had doc i'm like this guy's a skinhead yeah especially with like the wider red laces yeah right yeah so they had doc martens right and then first i didn't i had no i was floored because i was like i didn't know i've never even heard of these ever and then I was even more floored when I found out how much those things cost. <laughs> I remember going, oh, dude, I'm never going to own a, a, yeah, a pair no of Doc way. Martens, man. These are crazy these, expensive. These aren't 30 bucks. <laughs> no. Oh, no. These aren't my my Nike Dopemans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyways, just just like I said, like a tire, everything like this. So fast forward going into, you know, there's a guy that walks by. And he's like, what's up? And he's literally genu- genuinely just saying, hey. Yeah. And I remember putting book back down we're going right now first day and i'm like well i'm being tested first day here it goes like it's friggin' prison or something you know what i mean i'm fucking 14 and i'm like all right well here's my test 93 pounds well, yeah 93 pounds oh, of I was, water in oh here. yeah fuck yeah let's go let's go yeah we just had lunch i might have been like 94 but yeah dude so it was a it was a big transition man sounds like it was a crazy transition to me it was crazy. I can, I can just imagine because I know how high you can get sometimes. Oh yeah, I, dude. I, I can just see you <laughs> dropping your bag, getting ready to beat a yeah, guy. With that a was po- it with a pocket. Yeah, we were going, and I remember him looking at me like I was completely out of my mind. Yeah, you know, because you were, <laughs> of course. So he he looks at me and he's going like, "Hey, hey, dude!" Like I'm just saying, "Hey," and I was like, "Oh, like we're not fighting?" Yeah. Like no, I, it was sure. it was just a, it was a funny, confusing time. It's yeah. funny now. Right. At the time, it was a very confusing time yeah. in my life. <laughs> Where, man, it was uh, it was interesting. I could just imagine that. So, yeah. So then you start racing bikes or BMX as a freshman. Yeah. So this guy, anyways, you know, hey, we raced at a track, blah blah blah. You should come out with me, dude. No idea. I find this neighbor. He was one of the first guys that I found on the neighborhood. He was a, his dad was family friends with another guy, and um, long story short, they had a bike. And um, they grew up in that neighborhood, and it was nicer. And you know, they came from their 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 uh, their their dad did well with his business and stuff. Okay. And they had some nice stuff. Yeah. And man, so I piecemealed this piece of junk like diamond back together, right? <laughs> and I go out to this track, start smashing everybody on a junk ass bike. Dude, <laughs> well, <laughs> no, right. no, but thought that, dude, I just had I just didn't have that fear. I guess. Yeah. I remember the first time there was this. Big ass triple that was coming out of this first turn. What's and a big triple in BMX? 
Oh, you know, well, big triple like on downhill mountain biking, it's big. Yeah, so <laughs> so BMX, right? BMX, yeah. you're looking at like that 30 plus mark, probably between 28 to 35 ish, maybe. That's big triple. Oh, big. they're fucking big, dude. On a BMX bike, yeah. That's big. And that was before like pro sections were hot, right? And it was just you know these big kickers, and you're coming out of this crazy turn and this right. and that. It wasn't like that, so it was just straight horsepower and you know. Because those people that have never BMX raced or never seen a race, yeah. like. How long is a BMX race typically, like oh, seconds wise? Shit, I bet you you're between. I'd say anywhere between probably thirty five to sixty seconds. Yeah, so it, probably awesome. a minute is a long is a long track. I got you. Yeah, so it's just go. Is it like is like, the track like a half go. mile? No, that'd be about yeah, probably quarter mile, half mile. I, dude, I I wouldn't even know to be honest with you. I don't even know. I don't know. You're probably between that eight hundred foot to, you know, you're getting up there gotcha. to. You know, yeah. yeah. So, so, and you're hitting a thirty, a twenty-five to thirty-five foot triple. Yeah, dude. So first day, <laughs> never really jumped at all, and I'm like, oh, this dude's doing it. I can do it. Shit, because I still had that mentality, right? And it was just, man, I just remember casing that thing so fucking bad <laughs> and exploding myself on that third, on that landing, dude. And I was like, oh man. But I just remember thinking it was, um, probably one of the coolest things that I'd ever done. It made me feel alive for nice. sure. You know, I left and yeah, you get that, that kind of that shake, you know, and yeah. you're, you're like, oh man, that, that elicited some emotion for me. Yeah. And I definitely got it with that, you know? Yeah. So it was cool. It was real cool. So 14 freshman year, yeah. like, when did you start getting good? Like, did it take a while? Like, did you, like, was your mom taking to the track? Oh yeah. Like, you know what, man? Were, my, were you living there? Yeah. So like newly divorced, right? It right. was kind of probably... I don't know. I've never talked to her about this, but maybe maybe on both of our ends, uh, maybe a little bit therapeutic, you know? For sure. And maybe part of the reason that I probably... Probably not for her because she'd watch you blow yourself well, up dude, on Well, dude, yeah. Triples. It's like, man, I was so... <laughs> fucking hard I was so fortunate, too, like growing up. Yeah, growing up, I, I, yeah, I think probably BMX scared my mom more than any other sport, I guess, but my parents were always there. And I remember... My dad, he was, you know, one of the coaches, but we'd go pick up three, four kids and we'd all be sitting in the back, you know, in the tailgate in the oh, truck yeah. and, you know, he was pretty strict on where you sat and you yeah. didn't mess around Which and this and that. 60 or 70. Oh, like, yeah, dude. Can you imagine Some that now? piece of junk like Ford truck that he had, right. you know, no like work truck. Oh, yeah. hell no. <laughs> you know, cruising. Yeah. So anyways, um, so I always had that, you know, so then. You know, now fast forward, I, I probably I can't drive at this time. And my mom, you know, she's taking me out there all the time and she's sitting there. And, you know, you're on the elements. It's not like you're in some nice air conditioned building or anything or like a gym. Yeah, and this is Arizona. Oh, dude, yeah. it's hot. Then you got cold and, you know, you're sitting by these big 55 gallon drums that had, that had you know, uh, wood and stuff. But, um, so yeah, you know, mom starts taking me out there and stuff. And then it just kind of, I started getting good but i was still doing so many other things i was still playing other sports and um because what'd you play in high school was you wrestled so i i, I wrestled did you were playing football yeah dude so i started my freshman year i started i started playing football my freshman year and um long story short um you're pretty little to be playing football yeah you yeah you're probably getting crushed you're probably tough because my brother was little too but you can't you know, I had you can't. way more of that yeah I had way more tough than I had size then yeah. for sure um, you can't replace size with anything yeah no no <laughs> yeah you can only get away so long when you yeah. get when you get hit you know you got yeah, hit so for sure um, I don't really remember that was again that was one of those weird times you know and um, our coach got in trouble and he, he you know he had got like 
I, he got in trouble. I'll just say that, you yeah. know, and then he <laughs> left and then this new coach came in and I was like, man, it was just a funky time. And I was right. like, I'm not playing with these guys. And like growing up, man, we played Pop Warner. We won the state title like every single year, baseball as well. Right. Babe Ruth, like we, we were like legit, right. like legit, legit, you know? And, um, I was just so used to that, I think, you know, and then going into high school and kind of not knowing anybody and I found the BMX thing. So, uh, wrestled freshman year, right? And, uh, same thing, like the coach freshman year, but just, it was kind of uh, one of those things. Yeah. And, um, so start getting kind of good locally. So now, but I, again, I was playing all these other sports. So then I was, I was doing all these other things, right? Um, so fast forward a couple years, I start getting real good probably my June, sophomore, junior year. So what's real good? Relatively quick. Well, like you're okay. winning everything you're in? Or? So locally, gotcha. right? Locally doing, doing well. You know, the national scene is a completely, completely yeah, different animal. For sure. Right? So well, fuck, go to California. Oh, dude, that's it. Yeah. yeah that, no, that's exactly it. I remember, I remember racing my first national and going good locally, right? Right. And I was fortunate. You know, I went to Black Mountain BMX and... What's it was, that? It's um, it's it's just a, a, a BMX track that had been around for a long time. That's still gotcha. around. It, it held one of the biggest nationals, um, ABA nationals in the country, right? Probably in the world if you think about it. You know what I mean? Was Arizona a big BMX state then? Yes, it was. So it still is. I was. Or? Yeah, I was lucky, man. I was in, and I don't know anymore because I haven't really been looking. I think that there's still some really good riders coming out of here, but man, I was super fortunate. Yeah. I was super fortunate at that time to have some some extremely good competition how do you just like how do you get coached in that do you not get coached you just go out there and pedal i didn't man it was one of those things i just i so yeah it was one of those things i just did you know and i just well naturally you're explosive guy yeah that's like that's why like you're successful in the sports that you do because you got a you're explosive like you're not probably yeah a a five minute mile or shit like remember like maybe you are but but like you're more explosive than you are anything else correct correct yeah it's funny because you, you say that. I, I remember during track seasons because I ran club track. Like I went right. to the Junior Olympics when I was 13 or 14. Special? And got a – yeah, special. <laughs> special. Yeah. That's a, I didn't see you. I was yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. It, we, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was on the discus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, really? Did you, did, you take, did you take a bus there? Oh, yeah. It was short and I had – it was, I had this home, but, but it was red. Oh, so, clean, cleanest yeah. window on the fleet. Yeah, I, I, licked sure. it, I licked that window like nobody's yeah. business. Yeah. <laughs> No more tint. Just yeah. Tint right off. Right off. Absolutely. Yeah. No. So yeah. So I. I. I so I, I. I ran club track, man. I went to the Junior Olympics. What were I your qualified. events? Um, it was the 80 meter hurdles at the time, and it was the heptathlon, which is like the, yeah. the scaled version yeah, of like, like the, the decathlon. Yeah. 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 So um, ended up. Those getting, guys are athletes, dude. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. So I ended up getting a bronze medal. Wow. Yeah. And. Um, you always seem like you're like like uh, always a bridesmaid. Never a bride. You're always like second, third. <laughs> yeah. Second, third. I was the then. Third, I'm the same way. It's funny how you said like the size thing because once the size thing started coming, things really flipped for, for me. For sure. Because then you get, you you probably hit puberty a little bit later. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever, did you cut weight for wrestling? Uh, yeah. A little bit. A little okay. Bit. So I cut, I was little anyway and I was cutting weight. And I look back now and it was probably not the greatest thing to do, but for I was sure. cutting like kind of. Too much. Yeah, way yeah. too much, dude. That was like and I, my freshman I, year. In I think I delayed a lot of things. Yeah. To kind of back that up, because it's like as soon as I as soon as I graduated high school, right? I still I, I still I cut to one forties. Right. But I waited and stayed at like one thirty four. Jeez. So waited and stayed yeah, at one thirty four. Yeah, through high school. Yeah, but I was probably like five. I cut from seven five eight. My senior year in high school, I cut from like two hundred five two ten to one seventy one. How tall were you? 
Same height now. Dude. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. See, I was probably only like five or seven, five eight. But as soon as I decided to stop wrestling, and I started eating and went to the gym, yeah. dude, it was like night and day. Well, you're a guy that has to eat. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Like you, yeah. like you, you, you got to yeah. put down calories to put on size. Yeah. Because exactly. if not, you won't keep your size. Yeah. Right? Exactly. So, yeah. So anyway, so I ended up getting you know third and, and this and that and, um, but. I could really tell, like when I was running track, I could tell, and my mom would attest to this too, because she'd always say that to me, you know, how fast I was when I was when I was in track season or right after track season. Right. So then I start getting good, right? Uh, I get hurt pretty bad my sophomore and junior year on the um, bike, or yeah, on the bike. So crashed. Yep. So didn't get to wrestle sophomore junior year. Obviously didn't play any other sports. You crashed you know. hard then. Yeah, I crashed pretty bad, dude. Like, what'd you fuck up? Um. So besides your nugget, yeah, exactly. That was the problem. <laughs> That's the problem. The start of the nugget. Damage. Yeah. Sophomore year, sophomore year. So I, I crashed. There was this. It was either a step up or a double. I don't remember. But came off that thing, face planted, <clears throat> and my whole face. So literally, probably, if you took the left side of my face, looked just like hamburger. Obviously, Damn. hands broke my wrist. Guys, with a helmet on. Broke my nose. No, we had yes helmet on, but we had half face. We had we had open face helmets with Jofas. You know what Jofas are? I don't even know. Dude, they're... there's these little ghetto like plastic things that that sat, oh I've seen them. Dude, sat on your chin and they yeah. covered like your face. Yeah, and they were snapped in like your football helmet. It's like the dudes on Mortal Kombat, right? Dude, yes. Yeah, like That's that. Exactly yeah. what it yeah. looks like. Yeah, I remember seeing so, those. Pretty pointless. Mortal Kombat's a video game for those of you who don't know Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. That everyone from 32 to yeah. 46 probably played. Oh yeah. Of. Well, they're still big, like tournaments, like Mortal Kombat tournaments. It's still a big deal. Yeah, dude. No fatality. Well, your people, today, right you know, now. all your gaming know, yeah. people, we, you, you we should, love it. Yeah, yeah. I know. You guys are all-time <laughs> world champions, dude. So that's the other um, room. Yeah, blew myself up, man. Broke my nose, knocked myself out, concussed the Jesus whole deal, right? Dude. So um, took a little bit to heal. Um, I had a broken arm that time, and then I think next year followed up with another broken arm, you know, and just always it was always something broke. You know, so in a cast and doing this. So sophomore or senior year, I remember my coaches, and I don't remember if they came to my house or they called my mom, one of those, but they were like, can you please not have him race? Like we want him to play sports. And can you please have him stop being so retarded? Yeah, I remember that. And I remember being like, well, shit, all right, well, I'll I'll give this a run, you know. And then. uh, So you stopped racing for a whole year? Well, not exactly. Right. I still rode a bunch, you know, but I, I, I did give some effort into, into wrestling again. You know, I came in, obviously, because I didn't wrestle my sophomore or junior year, so I came in. It was unseated at the time. Yeah. You know, I come in, um, wrestle the third seed in the state. Yeah. I stick in. The whole deal, you know, we're, we're moving on. I'm in semifinals. Guy shoots on me, pokes me in the eye, cuts my eye. Fuck. Yeah, dude. So a whole big deal, dude. It's it's medical, whatever they called it at the time. I'm, my eye's bleeding, you know, right. my tear ducts all pulled apart. And so they're like, nah, you're done. You, you gotta know? stop wrestling I'm with going, your head. Well, and yeah, start, start, was, wrestling, start wrestling with your hands. Yeah. And your, your legs. Yeah. I was pretty good at going yeah. forward. Yeah. Wrestling with your head never no. gets you, never gets you where you need to be. No, it doesn't. You can just post on that, maybe use it to block something. Yeah. <laughs> but don't wrestle with it 100% of the time. Bad yeah. things happen. Yeah. <laughs> So then, uh, yeah, so then, you know, senior year now, um, wrestling's over. I think I did track for a little bit too, you know, doing the whole thing. And then it was one of those deals where I was pretty good at, you know, football and track and wrestling and stuff and kind of decided what I wanted to do. But I, I, I don't know if it was clairvoyance. Is that what you say? Like the clairvoyance? Like, I don't know if it was. You, you're not clairvoyant. Ooh. I don't think so. 
You might see white people. <laughs> I see white people. I just, I saw that there was like an opportunity, right? Yeah. You had some vision, dude. Yeah. Yeah, you had some vision. Yeah. I, I saw, I saw a, a possible opportunity and I go, you know what? I probably only have one chance at this in my life. Yeah. And um, I'm going to give it a shot. I think alcoholics call yeah. them a moment of clarity. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. A moment of clarity. Yeah. What's that? Here, I'm going to read it. Clairvoyant. A person who claims they have a supernatural ability yeah, to see, perceive events in the future or beyond normal sensory contact. See? There's my vision right there. I was clairvoyant You're like in X-Man. that moment. <laughs> Pretty much an X-Man. Or like, um, remember in Living Color? Pretty much. Probably Handyman. Oh, yeah. Dude. <laughs> More like him. Living dun, Color. God, that was so funny. Dun, dun, dun. Remember the one with like John Kerry and he played like the drunk guy and he cook pork and beans and he put them like in a dog bowl i don't know why i thought that I was remember f- that one we were just talking about a living cartoon not yeah. too long ago oh, dude, one of the greatest like so, first oh yeah. For, yeah that was dave Chappelle before dave oh Chappelle. yeah yeah, I love yeah that all those guys i mean we're gosh, talking about wanda so good right oh yeah we're, we're talking about wanda yep. with, with tucker and lewis yeah all right that. so you have your your moan of of uh, being clairvoyant yeah yeah like i'm gonna be and, a, you know what i did dude I, I, I was still i'm still probably a little squirrely from the whole thing you know like you know, going back and forth and trying to figure out my, my emotions and feelings and, and coping with what. Yeah, after a bad wreck like that, dude, you're, you're like that's a that's <laughs> a that's not an easy thing to process. No. Yeah, it definitely instills some some fear in oh, you. Oh yeah. yeah, you know where maybe you didn't have it before. Yeah, it makes you definitely more aware yeah. of, of the situation. So, um, and I was like, man, I'm just gonna do this. Like, I'm gonna run it. It's either go to college and kind of go that traditional route and maybe go try to wrestle or yeah. walk on a football or do whatever, Something, right? Yeah. I'm not going to run track in college, you know. I Why wasn't, not? Well, I just That's went, a white guy. Probably wasn't that fast. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and I was like, that's it. I'm going to do this. So I kind of quit everything, man, and just all in. Focused, folks started focusing on BMX and it went. You're kind of an all-in guy. Too. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, there's no, there, there's no. no second or third. No. It's either reverse or you know you're yeah. right to fifth gear. That's it. Yeah, no, that's exactly. I it. appreciate that. Hey, yeah. Like, Look at this. So, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Chris is like, you're gonna build a podcast room. He's like, poof. <laughs> yeah. Two weeks later, here it is. We're you know what's funny? You know what's funny when you said that and and you showed me the picture and everything. Like there was zero surprise in that for me. Well, people that know me, I was like, like, oh yeah, that's. I was like, are. yeah, naturally. Yeah. I, I said something the other day. I was like, yeah, so. A guy was talking to me about a podcast, another guy that I met who was working at my house, right? The new house. Right. And he's saying something about a podcast. And they said, I said, man, that's kind of weird. I said, I'm actually going on a podcast in a couple of days. And he's like, oh, who is it? And I said, oh, you know, a friend of mine and blah, blah, yeah. we're talking. But it was just so funny. He's like, so like, you know, what does he have? And I'm like, oh, he's got like a setup. Yeah. Like as far as I know, like a room and like. Yeah, he's a couple of stools. I, well, and that's what I said. Microphone. I was like, you, I was like, like yeah, I was like, you don't know this guy, first of all. I'm like. <laughs> he's retarded, first of I'm all. I'm like, dude, it's. <laughs> Special needs. Yeah, there's no, there's no, yeah, we're not going to, yeah, there's no half in. No. For sure. And that's yeah, why so I get you it. and I get along each other. Oh, like, yeah, so dude. Well. It's like, it's like two brothers talking to each other. Yeah. So I'm all in at this point, right? Yeah. And uh, this is what I want to do. And then it just kind of skyrocketed from there. I started doing really well here. And then is that so, the natural progression? Like you do well locally, maybe somebody looks at you, then you do something like on a national yeah. level, and then like that's when the sponsorships start. Yeah. So in, look or? at looking back then too. It's man, we were super fortunate to grow up racing at the time that we did and at the track that we did. Like I said, so awesome track, amazing people that ran it. Always kept it super nice, right? right. Always had big jumps, always had big turns. It was a, it was a good track. It had right. you know technical aspects. It had this. It had that. Right. So. 
uh, it tr- it was a national. It's not a fire department. No, 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 no. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's not all. It was an, it was an actual national track, so it translated basically to kind of wherever you went. Gotcha. Right. Um, it was a big speedway track. It was fast. You it know, it had to be, or else no one's gonna. Or, or, of course not. Never gonna have a national. No, hell there. no. And like I said, they so they held the winter nationals, which I don't know if they still do now, but they held the winter nationals, and it was, dude. I mean, it was huge. It was friggin' huge. Like, so, what's huge? Like, 10,000 people? 5,000 Oh, people? fuck. Probably all of that. I mean, dude, you're wow. talking like 400 plus motos. Wow. What's and a moto? Moto's like a... So, you have eight-man gates in BMX, right? And a moto is ways to qualify into later rounds. Okay. I.e., like... Uh, so, like, just like tournament type stuff. That's exactly... Dude, it's the same yeah. thing. Quarters, semis, mains. My people call it kumite. Yeah, kumite. Yeah, that's sorry, exactly sorry. what it was. It was straight up kumite. <laughs> Uh, 400 to get to the finals? Yeah, that's like motos. And that's just like Jesus. a moto. So each moto has eight people. Holy shit. So do the math on that, your agent. Pull your abacus. Dude, where's, I, where's your abacus I, I, I know what it is. You don't right. have to tell me. So that's what I'm saying. So like big, right? <laughs> right. Like a lot, a lot of people. Right. And Multi-day. Then, oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, for sure. So well, at 60 seconds of race, you can crank a lot of them oh, yeah. a day, right? Yeah, depending on crashes and if yeah. they had to fly anybody out or Jesus. do all that stuff. I mean, yeah, that's the reality of it, you know? <laughs> It was crazy. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, dude, you were, they were constantly, and the track was so big that they're running probably two, maybe three motos at a time. And they're rocking a bang, bang, bang. So they're one after so the other. So there's multiple riders on the track at the same time. Oh, hell time. yeah. Yeah. Jesus. I remember going past like, well, it was, yeah. I remember going past people who had crashed the moto before, but they like kind of like shimming them to the side of the track and you go hauling ass past them and the EMTs are right there, you know, working on them and doing whatever. And you're fucking, man, I got shit to do, man. <laughs> Peace. I'm yeah. Out. I gotta go. <laughs> Yeah, I'm winning this bitch. Exactly. You know what I mean? Shit to do. Yeah. See those chicks? You're the one, you're the one who... Cra- oh, dude, yeah. That's for sure. So, uh, yeah, man. So anyways, uh, you know, I don't think it directly translates, but I think in my case it did. Um, I had some really good people that, that I rode against super fast. It's a good worked. competition. Oh, absolutely, People man. pushed you then. Yeah, absolutely. So now I just graduated high school. The, the big winter nationals is coming up, right? Right. And uh, I was pretty good locally. Right. And then, uh, dude, I ended up winning and I ended up winning both days. And that kind of did, did that, were you put like, me what on the, the map. Well, Even then I kind of went in. It no, or, or I was, like, what the fuck? I put on? my mind for the first time in my life, B, I probably put my mind to something like that. It was, it was solely focused on one thing and I wasn't tracking baseball and you know, right. all these yeah. other, you know, where I'm probably maybe 80% at all of these, you know, good story of my life. Yeah, exactly. So, um, right. I, I put like a a singular focus on that. So I, I didn't, I I wasn't prepared to lose, but I didn't think it was going to go the way it went. Yeah. And was it close or you just smashed everybody? Oh dude, I was, I was beating people. Yeah. Like you were styling on the jumps. Yeah, I was beating people. <laughs> no, I wasn't really sad because you know what, dude? I wanted to make a statement. Gotcha. Goes back to that. Yeah. One of those. I well, was yeah. just like, I want to make you look as dumb as I can. It's like, well, it like goes back <laughs> to that rough thing. Like, once I break you. That's it. Oh, you know yeah. how it is. Yeah, that's it. So I th- I had a lot of that wrestling mentality in BMX. And you can see it in someone's eyes. Oh, yeah. Like, dude. oh, fuck, Gary's in this moto. Oh, yeah. Like, shit. Oh, yeah. And you're like, what's up? Oh, I would, dude. I'm from Maryville. I'd be like, I'm a <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Pull my socks up. Yeah. No, Take yeah, off my that, was my, that was my, that was my thought. Hands. Like, I'm going to smash you every time I go on this yeah. gate. Like, I'm going to make you never want to come right again. Yeah, I like that. No, <laughs> you dude, know what I mean? Like, hey, but I'm that's fucking, how it was when I, yeah. when I played sports, too. I, I was the same way. You're preaching you the know, choir, dude. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, so. And not in, it's not in a mean way. Like, those people are listening. It's like, we're not, 
no one's trying to hurt anybody, but it's like, hey, like I'm gonna fucking like. Oh yeah, yeah. This is and it's. I and think, I, think, I think wrestling's a mean way. Nah. Yeah. Come on. Know, man. It's, it's control. There's rules. You're not breaking any, any rules. Like oh, you're not cheap shotting anybody. Yeah. yeah. You can bend those rules pretty I, good though. I might whisper in something oh, in somebody's yeah. ear. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I used to do that. <laughs> Nothing like that. But and but there's a fine line between confidence and cockiness. Absolutely. And I Absolutely. don't think that's you know. If you're like I don't like I don't believe the bullshit about oh well if you can back it up it's not cocky it's like no man like you're Correct. I know you like yeah like they're, you're all business yep so it's like I'm like I'm not your friend I'm not gonna shake your fucking hand that I'm was it, you on the back it's like for this sixty seconds I don't like you that was it when it's over I'll pat you on the back that was you it know, yeah we'll drink a fucking Gatorade or whatever but yeah probably that. Fifteen minutes or so yeah, before for sure. when I'm warming up yeah. and doing stuff. Don't touch me. Don't put your hands no. on me. No, that's. And when we're done, we're, we're, when we cross the finish line, yeah. we'll, we'll, we're, we're back to normal. Yeah. Even if you beat me, it's yeah, cool. that's it. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Even if you beat me. You're probably not, yeah. but, that's but, a, but yeah, that's but a hard. Yeah, you get lucky. A, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was always a harder pill to swallow, obviously. Yeah, you know, for but sure. yeah, no, that was it, man. But and, those are the lessons you learn too. Oh yeah. Yeah. When you get your ass beat by oh, anybody, yeah. you're like, all right, humble yeah. pie. Like, all right, get oh, back yeah. up. What, like, what did I do wrong? That's exactly it. It was always, you know, self reflection. Yeah. What What am I doing wrong? What do I need to do to be better? You because this isn't going to happen again. Very rarely since I've known you have you ever put the blame on anything for anybody else. There's been a couple times, but but I think you you're in a weird spot and you caught yourself afterwards. But yep. like in the moment, you're a little off. But yep. you've always been a guy that, that is not pointing fingers on on anything, especially in an athletic event. 100 percent of the time, it's, it's never somebody else's. Absolutely fault. no, never ever ever. No. So then, all right. So you smash that, and you said that's when it kind of. Like yeah, so it takes off, it. man. I start getting, um, I start getting some serious attention, and then I go to the next race, and I end up winning like both days at the next race. And then now, next thing I know, I have a, a major factory sponsor calling me. Who was it? Uh, it was Redmond. It was Redmond BMX at the time. Yeah, so it was Redmond, and um, man, that was such a, a pretty awesome time in my life as well. You know, you had like you had GT, and you had Power Light, and you had like Robinson, and some of these other factory sponsors, but. God, I remember being such like, it fit my personality so well at the time. Why? Because they're assholes or something? No, <laughs> but it was like, it was almost like, it was the, I don't want to say the misfits, dude. I don't want to say the misfits, but it was I definitely the saying. people that didn't toe the line, you know, that didn't like. The outliers. Oh yeah, yeah dude, yeah, totally. Yeah. That Not were, the mainstream people. That were like, yeah, that were. Like, like invite us if you want to have a good time. Yes. To your party. But when it came to racing, like, yeah, we're dead ass serious. Yeah, yeah it's. Very similar to how we operate today. Oh, like, absolutely. Nothing serious until we have to. Abs- it, it, it's exactly yeah. it, you know. And I remember seeing all these guys on these other factory teams and they're fucking in their little, you know, their team shirts and their, you know, their little haircuts and they're all. And I was like, you guys are such fags. You when know? did you start wearing product in your hair? Because since I've known you, you got some heavy product. Not not back then? <laughs> yeah. You had product back then? Uh, I wore a lot of hats. Oh, yeah, I can see that. Dude, I had hat sponsors, man. It was awesome. Low brim. Oh, yeah. Yeah, always. Yeah, yeah straight bill. Yeah, trying to look course. angry. Tough guy. Yeah, dude. <laughs> 909, bro. On a BMX bike. Which <laughs> yeah. are real tough with 26-inch wheels. No, what are those wheels? They're not even 26 20s, dude. Jesus. Bro, I was a small pro. You were, but how big were you when you were a pro? I was pretty good size, man. I, I know you. You're not well, good size. so <laughs> I might be, I'm probably 5'10 and a half. Okay. 5'11 on a good day. Yeah, with, with the right shoes. Correct. Probably, I was between that like 190 and 200. That's big. But yeah. lean. For a, for a BMX guy. That's dude, big. I was little. Yeah. Bro, BMX. the guys I raced 
were big. I'm telling you, there were there were a couple like guys. Six one, six no, two. Dude, like there were two guys that I raced that were six seven. No, six eight. On a twenty inch tire yes, bike. I'm telling you, they look like circus. Dude, it was crazy. A lot of those guys too, man. They played, you know, they were D1 athletes or, or right. you know, whatever. Yeah, they were they were big boys. I That's wasn't big for you. What do you weigh right now? About uh, two two hundred two hundred five. Yeah, I'm probably right there. Two hundred two hundred five. I just, yeah yeah. But stacked. I mean, you're still you know cut yeah. right now, lean right now, or whatever. Yeah, so. but I was su- you know I lean then you know, right. and you're young, dude. You eat whatever you want. I like, think it's you know, better whatever. probably to be about that size. Like like the the guys that have always feared me that I've always like. Been like, man, look out for that guy. Yeah. Right around 200 pounds and lean. Oh, yeah. Because they're usually explosive, strong, yeah. fast, stuff like that. Yeah, so I'm doing my own thing, right? I'm going to the gym, and I'm, I'm putting in the work, which I didn't know. Did you have any program? Or like, or, no, I was just or doing like what I like. You know what I did? Dude, dude, that's what I did. That's literally what I did. But then The standard 90s workout? Yeah, I think yeah. the foundation that I had built so many years prior to, you right. know, obviously translated into what I was doing, the explosive side of it. Yeah. So Did you I, clean? I was just no, dude, never. Like I wish I would have. Yeah. I wish I'd have done that when I was when I was playing sports too. Yeah, we. I mean, oh, man. we were it cleaning in 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 high school, but we had we had we had coaches who played college sports stuff like that. So, but yeah, yeah. but if you were going to green, yeah. and you really weren't around it, we tried in high school and, and we did, but it was just so. It's nothing like. No. where I'm at today. Well, yeah, you the know. mechanics now. Oh, back God. then, like no, just, no one could really coach. Fuck it, just lift it. Yeah. You know? Just heavier. Yeah. Do that's it harder. It Do it harder. Didn't Do care harder. what it looked like, but <laughs> right. killed it. Right. So anyways, yeah, man, you know. Um, so you got bike sponsors, you got hat sponsors. Yeah, man. She had, she, I had shoe sponsors, I had clothing sponsors, I had this, I had Were that. Were paid or was it mostly clothing? Yeah, stuff? dude. So um, still amateur at this time, right? Right. And uh, I'm like, I just turned 19 years old. And the class then is 19 to 27 expert, right? So it's like the highest you can go prior to going to pro. And there's two levels of pro. It's A pro and double A pro, which it's different now because it's like UCI rules and stuff. So I think it's like elite and all this other stuff, right? So, but back at the time, that's what it was. It was, it was, it was, it was that. So it was, you you went novice, you got X amount of wins locally and novice. Then you went to intermediate, same thing. And then you went to expert and then you literally stayed an expert for whatever. So you could either be like a, a super good local or you could you know, be on the national scene. That was a whole, whole nother level. Yeah. So, um, which knowing you, you're like, fuck this. Let's get to the national scene. Yeah, man. Possible. So got to the national scene, started winning, started doing stuff. I get a sponsor, you know, moving on and then programming myself, dude, going to LA fitness, man. And it was, it was crazy, dude. I remember going to like the gym at like 1030 at night. Yeah. Cause I wasn't happy how I performed at the track or I needed to get faster or do right. this. So then, you know, I was just programming myself more work. Yeah, and then you start getting some more exposure, and now you start running into people who want to help you out and stuff right. and, and doing some stuff. So I, I was really lucky to run into a couple people that um, uh, opened my eyes to a lot of things. Right. And Coaches uh, or fellow racers? Both, or? a little of both. Like I said, the, the group that we rode around, they were so good. You know, Everybody was so good, and we had pros from all over the place. So we had local pro-ams, right? So it was it was pros against amateurs at our local track on, a, on any given night. Really? And these dudes were winning like the titles, like the pro titles in their sanctions. Jesus. And we were practicing against these guys all the time. So it was like, yeah. it was like national Raising pro the all the time. Day. Oh, dude, it was yeah. ridiculous. And everybody was just fighting and yep. stuff. So we had people coming like, uh, 
had a guy who helped me out there for a while, a, a handful of us, uh, Sean DeWhite. He was actually, he coached the uh, Australian um, Olympic team there for a bit. Right. It still does a ton. A bunch of Olympians that race BMX. He's the coach for all those guys and stuff. And, uh, you know, got to hang out with him for a while. He lived here in the States. He was helping another Australian out who ended up winning multiple titles and, and doing a bunch wow. of stuff. So, yeah, so he was kind of my first, like, real kind of official coach. Yeah. So you pretty much just stumble, stumble along yeah. through the shit, like yeah. trying to figure out the best that you can do. Obviously, naturally gifted, probably probably tailor made for that sport. Yeah, a little bit. Like, yeah, it, it absolutely. I think that definitely helped. Yeah, for fear, sure. Fearless. Yeah, like you know, like yeah. adrenaline junkie, like all that shit. Probably yeah. all wrapped up into that. And yeah, and there's chicks around all the time. Oh, dude. So you're like, this is God, yeah, this is awesome. That's a big motivator. Yeah, I got free free shit. Yeah. Chicks, chicks around me all the time. I don't have to have a real job. Like yeah. yeah. So going back to getting paid right so yeah. i mean this is i don't know i probably could get in trouble now or anything but dude i'm like 18 19 years old and i'm getting so i'm doing clinics though yeah like i'm, I'm teaching kids and i'm doing clinics yeah. and i'm doing all this other stuff so i'm still kind of hustling on the side and, and doing this but i get an opportunity to hang out with uh with um i, I get uh, an opportunity a, a man comes up to me and he's got a couple kids at race and uh he did I well think he's told me for, about this yeah guy, so he yeah. did well for himself long story short man that's I the was, kid that we saw at the hospital right correct yeah i remember that story yeah you were with me on that yeah, i was yeah dude i just ran on his on his uncle the other day his uncle just got out of prison jeez he was in murder he was there for murder wow yeah kind of wild family dude yeah you, you hang around some solid his people. little <laughs> dude that's one of those sports man it's like it, it was either almost like you go back to all or nothing man there was a lot of guys that i rode with who were extremely successful today and there's a lot of guys that I rode with or in that era that are either dead or completely, you know, off the rails. Yeah, because that's that, that's a sport. It tracks where, that mentality. Yeah, for sure. You know, gonna be a little crazy. Oh, dude, for sure. And then you know, you take a couple knocks to the head and or quite a few, and then it you know probably compiles. For sure. Um, yeah, dude. So I'm on the payroll. I'm I'm amateur. I'm getting a, a check from you know? like don't you don't have to name the organization. Yeah, for, from the from, company the company that this guy owned. Okay. So, oh yeah, that, I mean, and he I was think a booster for the. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Dude. We, yeah I was. Sure. That's why when I hear this, you know, I'm like, oh, he had this when he was, you know, in college. I'm like, yeah, uh, that happens everywhere. Dude. I've heard some guys that were in college that were on payrolls for like certain, oh, yeah. like you know, companies or whatever. Yeah, you yeah. told me. Yeah, showed up, do stuff, whatever. Same thing. Yeah. So yeah. same exact thing. Yeah. So yeah, dude. So getting paid and man, doing it was awesome. And, and I didn't man, have to buy clothes. You know, like I'm, I'm writing for Vans. Right. So I had you know amazing guys over at vans and they're sending me hats and shirts and whatever else like i dude i wasn't i don't remember Living there was probably a good like 10 year span that i never paid for a single stitch of clothing how long did the pro career go on for uh when did i turn pro i turned pro in 2000 or 2001 and then i decided to stop end of 2003 so I know why you stopped. Yeah. Like, let's yeah. hear it, though. Yeah, so um, doing pretty good. You know, I get in. Um, I go through the, the April ranks. Now I'm going into... Um, now I'm going into the next step, which is the highest, right? I, I'm, I'm number six. Uh, I get invited to the X Games. I have an injury, right? So I, I fall and I have an injury. And uh, uh, concussed myself again. Now this is, I don't know how many times at this point, right? So I'm knocked out, have another concussion having some issues from that. Um, broken bones here and there, obviously. Torn this, messed up this, blah, 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 blah. Um, so now, 
but it's starting to compile at this time, yeah. right? Because I'm still racing. I'm not taking any time off from concussions. Well, because that's your job, right? So you got to make money. You got to do Dude, this. Dude, that, that was it. And the amount of money, it's funny not to keep bringing up my mother, but she was always kind of that, you know, that uh, voice of reason that I didn't always listen to. And this yeah. financially, I definitely didn't back then, but the amount of money that <laughs> now I was- Now you listen to her financially. Oh, shit, yeah, yeah. So the amount of money I was making back then was pretty stupid, and yeah. I was blowing it just as fast. Well, you're you know? 19, Ah, oh, dude. dude, it was Come ridiculous. On. Like they say that prefrontal cortex isn't isn't actually fully formed to your 25. Oh, no. I was stupid till I was like 30. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, 25 was probably way too early for yeah. me. But so- uh yeah, so I end up, um, this is now 2003, so crash, concuss myself. I think it's like two months later, crash, concuss myself. And I'm starting to feel f- different. Like, do you know that you're concussed or like you just feel fucked up? Because back then, like the whole CT thing wasn't... No, yeah, not like, at all. It, it was not anything. Man, that's so that. funny because I'm afraid now that it's more aware. So yeah. like you look at Dave Mura, Yeah. right? Dude, yeah, crazy. I, I saw that documentary. Scary, right? Yeah. Dude, there's so many people that I know that are like that right. in the freestyle world and in the racing world and like yeah. whatever. It's crazy. So I just, man, I just hope it's not, yeah, you know what I'm yeah. talking about, right? For so sure. um, so uh, I, I guess knew I was concussed, smart enough to probably, you know, search it out and look and see, hey, what, what, it, what, why am I doing this? Why do I feel the way I feel? You are that, t- your personality is such as like, oh, yeah. you, you want information. Correct. And like, and you question everything. Yeah. Not in like a bad way, yeah. but like, why? How come? I'm not real good at face yeah. value. Yeah. Like you tell me something, I'm like, okay, well, how does that work? Like, give me the, give me the, the nuts and bolts behind it type person. <laughs> I remember the first time I realized that I was drinking, we were on the rescue together and I was drinking a rock star. It was like a lemonade rock star. I'm like, it has milk, milk this in it. It's good for you. He's like, why? I'm like, I don't know, bro. There's milk that's in it. Like, you're like, no, see, that's bullshit. Tell me why. Like, you, you, you always want to know why. I'm like, just drink the motherfucker and shut up. That is, yeah, that's totally me, dude. Yeah, so, sure. um, like, so do some research. No, I'm concussed, right? But a couple of things. Scared to say anything because I'm afraid that I'm not going to be able to race. Uh, scared to not race because I'm not making any money. Right. Because you're blowing it like it's... Oh, <laughs> fuck, dude. Like you're, Retarded. You're partying like it's 1999. Uh, yeah, that was ridiculous. <laughs> it was stupid. Um, What's the dumbest thing you ever bought with all that money? <sighs> or whatever, a couple of things. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, dude. I never really had like materialistic... Like a or bunch was it of, just like, I'm going to drop 500 at the bar and like pick up yes. a whole tab for everybody? Yeah. Well, I wasn't really drinking then because I raced. Gotcha. Dude, I was an athlete. I was serious about this. Oh, like, yeah, we're not, I'm not, that's true. I'm not partying, dude. Right. We're, we're rolling. Right. Uh... It was just, it was a lot of going out to eat. It was a lot of, it was just, just stupid stuff, yeah, dude. Stupid stuff, yeah. Every day I'm going to show so up. stupid. You don't I need what to, it was. Yeah, I need to stay hydrated. So instead of filling up my gallon water jug, I'm yeah. going to go buy two every single day. Gotcha. And then I need a protein bar or something. You know, I mean, it was just yeah. like. Nonstop. Oh, just. Plus buying it for everybody else. Oh, yeah, like, dude. Yeah. Stupid, stupid amounts of money. Going out to eat literally like three, four, five times a day. Right. You know, <laughs> spending hundreds of dollars. Yeah. And nonsense. Like $2,500 yeah, on everything every week. Dude, it was so stupid. Yeah. So that's that's how it was for a really long that's time. That's how you and Mike Robinson get along. Oh, <laughs> yeah. We've talked about this, <laughs> yeah. dude. If that's another one of our buddies that played professional basketball. Yeah. He's like, oh, I didn't have uh, something to wear. So I'd, just, uh-huh. I'd go to the store, put it on, then I'd throw it in the trash, and I was done, and then just move on. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, dude. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, it was so crazy, dude. Yeah. I just remember like getting shirts, be like, ah, this isn't my style. So, fuck it. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or this or that. Like, it was so stupid. Well, I mean, yeah, because it's we're all today, normalized then, dude. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm so like, opposite of that today, yeah. you know? Like, sure. I get yelled at all the time because I'm... I have my thumb in the in the toothpaste, you know, <laughs> the toothpaste tube. But I'm trying to squeeze the last little bit. I'm like, dude, I got like two days left. You it's know, a brand new one. In yeah, and Mama's like, yeah, throw that away. And I'm like, no, it's still good. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, where were we at? You see, you're all fucked up still. Yeah. CTE concussion. So anyway, so I, I had these concussions, right? I had these yeah. concussions. I remember I'm at the World Championships. Um, and I fell again, and. I, I remember feeling that was a big turning point for me where I was like, huh, like I really don't feel good. You're just one big concussion then. Yeah. Because you'd never fully heal from the other one. Oh, hell no. So I think I'm in like number four or five that year, right? So I'm really starting to see some stuff. Um, I'm really starting to see some stuff. But at the time, you know, it's, it's I don't know if it's as much toughness as it is stupidity, but you're just like, I'm fucking, I'm rolling, dude. Well, you're We're young, going. Yeah, dumb, yeah. You're stupid, dude. So... Going in, I think I'm number six in points uh, in pro. I'm doing well. It's like first or second moto. Um, and I take off, and I think it's in the second straight. Long story short, I end up wrecking, and I face planted into a – I'm in Oklahoma. I'm in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I face planted into the face of a jump, right? Whoa. And at the time, I was riding for answer. You break your fucking neck, dude. Well, dude, so I still have – I have all kinds of neck issues today, right? right? Um so I'm wearing a full face answer carbon motocross helmet. I split it straight, like the mouthpiece and the forehead piece straight back. <laughs> I explode it, right? So this is on. A, in you. This is. Oh, yeah. You got a little bit of Gormley in you. <laughs> dude, he's the most radical dude I've ever. That's our friend, Brandon Gormley. Shout out yeah. to him. We, his, uh, he, he was a BMX motocross guy. Yeah. His nickname was Haji. He used to blow himself up all the time on jumps. Or I, remember, I remember, I don't know if you'll remember this, but we used to call him like Haji Wad. More of his, like, his yeah. group, you know, they used to call him Haji Wad. And he'd be like, because he'd wad himself up. And right. he'd be like, dude, that's my porn name. <laughs> like, totally fits his personality, right? Totally. Hilarious. But uh, yeah, you got a little bit of him in you for sure. Yeah, I've never seen anybody explode themselves like that man and still be upright. Yeah, and in, in a turtle oh, shell. He's one of the toughest people I've ever seen. <laughs> or stupidest. Oh. One or the other. I love him to death. Man, I love Gormley. Dude, he sent me a video the other day of them riding because I'm buying a bike, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I have to go, Whistler. I have to. Go. I'm supposed to be on that trip. Okay. Yeah. How big was that double? It's big, dude. Those are probably forty-five. <laughs> he's like, oh yeah, you know, I'm like, I, I'm legitimately. Scared? Nah, you'll be right there. Dude. He hey, said the same thing on those, dude. The technology on the mountain bikes now—if you just set it up right, yeah, you know? enjoy the ride. All right. He said the same thing, and I'm like, dude, I'm so scared. Well, and your 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 instinct to second guess him is is appropriate. <laughs> like, like your gut, his gut. So trust your gut. So, but yeah, we. So yeah, he'll probably listen to this. But so he sends me this video. Right, it's four people hitting this. Oh, yeah. big ass double. You're right, yeah. and I go. My my next question was, which one was you? The last guy that shot to confirm. <laughs> no, he said he was number two. No, no. He so, because I was like, I was confirming that yeah. he wasn't. I was like, were you even in that train? Or are these like pros down at Whistler no. that you're just videotaping? Those are normal dudes, dude. Those are normal guys. I'm telling you, the bikes are retarded. Like that's like, what he says too. They're amazing. Yeah, like, they're 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 crazy good. Well, he's got one I need to ride. So, right. Right. so you face planted. Right? Yeah, dude. So I face planted. Right. This is on. Uh, Thursday or Friday, Thursday or Friday, I don't remember at this point, you know. Um, I don't remember anything until Sunday Ooh. afternoon. Yeah. You're um, 
So the story goes, so I, so I wake up on Sunday, right? I'm in a hotel room. The first thing I hurt, obviously, but it's that, that was the first memory that I have. I was like, Oh, I fucking hurt bad. That and I had to go to the bathroom. I remember that. <laughs> so I look at my hands and my hands were literally just raw, right? From they're gone. Cause I fall and I'm, yeah. you know, I'm, they're under me and I'm, you know, straight scorpion. Yeah, oh, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fucked up. So, and I remember sitting there and I, and I wake up and I look at my hands and the first thing I said, I go, did I crash? And they're like, yeah. And I'm surrounded by people that I rode with right. at the time who are not medically trained and this will, yeah. this will make more sense later But you're on. probably staying in a holiday inn or something. I don't know where we were staying, dude. It's <laughs> Tulsa too. So it's not like it's, right. it's Tulsa. Sorry, so, Tulsa. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying, yeah, I'm not saying bad about Tulsa. I actually had a really good time. I just don't remember where it was. And, uh, so, um. I wake up and I go, man, I, did I crash? And they're like, yeah. So I'd been perseverating, right? So perseverating for people who don't know who that Clint is. Clint is actually using this vocabulary word correctly. Yeah, yeah, I, I am. So, I am. <laughs> so perseverating is like, it's a series of questions that you continue to ask, basically. Yeah. You know, what happened? Where am I? Who am I? Or, you know, and then just it just, it, yeah, it continues thing. on because that's part of, you know, yeah. uh, you know, being concussed. I'm so, certified EMT. I'm good. You are, dude. <laughs> Nationally. <laughs> Not basic. anymore. Not, not anymore. Just locally, just now. straight up local. <laughs> just state. Right Me too, now. dude. I dropped my national like the first time I could do my paramedic. I was like, yeah, I'm no good. thanks. I'm not going anywhere else. No, I don't want to do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, anyways, um, they have a list of like ten questions that I had been literally asking for the last three days at this point. Fifty times, over and yeah. over and over and over. I don't know when I slept at this point. I hadn't showered. I was still dirty from the crash. I don't know. I had eaten. I hadn't had anything to drink. Nothing for now. It's three days, right? Sounds like real. Sounds like real. So apparently, I crash. Right? I'm I'm fucking out. They cart me over to wherever. I have the. I, I apparently I'm answering questions. Yeah. Per the people I'm with, who took me to the EMT tent or the CPR <laughs> certified tent or whoever these yeah. people are at this time. Yeah. I could probably get some money now that I think about yeah, it. Yeah, but but your fireman working overtime. I don't even know if it was that, dude. Yeah, I don't even know if it was Kinder, that. Kindergarten nurses. Yeah, yeah dude, somebody. that's it. Yeah. Somebody's mom said, yeah. like, oh, yeah, you work at school. I was a lifeguard <laughs> one summer. <laughs> Fucking, let's do this. Yeah, get in the tent. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're great. Yeah. You're good. You're awesome. Set him home. Have him drink water. <laughs> so whoever this is checks me out and says, yeah, I'm good. Just watch him. So now, 72 hours or so later, I wake up and I'm going, I'm scared because I don't remember the last, and I've been knocked out a handful of times before this, right? Now, right? Not just concussed, but actually like knocked out as well. Yeah. So there was time frames that I don't remember. Right. Um, have you ever been knocked out before? Well, you don't ever anyway. remember it. I don't think I've ever been knocked out, but that's because I never remember. It was a weird. I don't know if anybody I've never else broken a bone. Like you're a China dog compared to me. I never broke a bone until I started racing. <laughs> yeah. Not one. I, I can imagine. It's just like blunt force. Yeah, do, dude. Doing four, whatever, 30 miles an hour. Yeah, into, to stop. Into a jump. Wow. Yeah. That was exactly You're it. You're going to break something. Yes. Yeah. So anyways, um, dude, I got a funny story about when I broke my first bone. Can I tell you? Yeah, for sure. So it was my left arm. It was the one of three times I broke my left arm, right? <laughs> I'm starting to get better. We're going to this state qualifier. You know where Sam and Will's at? It's this tiny town out. I think it's southeast. Mm-hmm. It's a little like mining town. It's tiny called Salmon Well. This is a BMX race? Yeah, dude. So first of all, you don't even know the town. Well, no, and I'm from that, Arizona. That, exactly. So that kind of tells you what the track was like. Right. 
right? So pretty very very, oh, very well groomed, bro. <laughs> dude. Potholes everywhere. I needed a full suspension mountain bike <laughs> then, dude, just to get through this track, right? So we get to this track, dude. I'm like, I'm doing good, man. And they had this sketchy ass step up that was over this huge like irrigation tunnel that they built it over. Dude, it was so it was just bad. It sounds like your people built it. Oh, dude, totally my people. <laughs> yeah. So I hit this thing and I fucking pogo off the top <laughs> onto my wrist. I blow my arm up. You know, it's all messed up. Well, my dad at the time, and this is this is actually shortly after the the divorce and stuff. Right. It just wasn't a great time, obviously, yeah. you know. So he was we drove all the way out there for the state qualifier for me to get points and do all this other stuff. And I come back to the pits and I'm like, I'm like, hey dude, I'm like, my arm is fucked up. Like something's something's seriously wrong. And he's like, My dad, you gotta know my dad, dude. He's just he's direct and he's you know, kind of hard nose. That's it, dude. So that's what happened. Take that shit hey, dude, up, we didn't come all the way out here for you not to ride. You're yeah, riding, boy. You know what up. I mean? There wasn't any excuses. So he fucking proceeds to duct tape my hand to the handlebar, dude. I love so it. I get up in the gate and I, you pull out of the gate, obviously, right? So you pull out of the gate and I felt my fucking bones like separate. You probably just reset it. I probably did, dude. <laughs> yeah, you yeah I reduced it right there. So, just, it's a dude, second, I did dude. it, and Come I just on. remember being like, "Oh my god!" Like, <laughs> you've got to be kidding me, dude. So I sit my ass down, and I come back around. The, the I just still remember this today, like the disgust on his face because he was so mad that I wasn't riding. He thought I was being a fucking. He thought yeah. I was being a sissy. Right. Yeah. So I'm staying at his house for the weekend. I wake up the next day. We drive our asses back. He's pissed, you know. Drive our asses back, dude. I wake up the next day, do my arm from probably my elbow to my fingertips is literally like triple the size and purple. Oh, you're good, bro. You just spraying it. Take some Advil. Literally, that's like the advice I got. Put some Windex on it. Yeah, so now I'm getting dropped off at my mom's house that night. Yeah, put some Windex on it. Oh, I bet your mom. Oh, dude. Bro, Mama Bear. Yeah, fucking look out. Mama Bear came out. I bet. Yeah, one of the only few times I've seen it, but I was like, oh, shit. So she proceeds to take me to the doctor, and sure, shit, dude, my arm's broke as shit. (laughs) Yeah, so arm's broke, dude, anyways. uh, That makes a lot of sense now. Yeah. (laughs) All this whole story is painting a better picture of our relationships. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's all making a lot of sense. Yeah, so then now fast forward, you know, going, dude, so I don't remember anything for 72 hours and this and that, and I'm like, well, what day is it? And they're like, it's a... They're like, it's, it's Sunday. And I'm going, well, shit, I got a flight, I think, the next morning. And I'm like, well, was, how was I doing? Like, was I racing? What's going on? Blah, blah, blah. I literally didn't remember a thing. I remember being so afraid because my head hurt so bad still. And I was still so, dude, it was in like, I, the best way I can describe it was like being in like twilight zone, to be honest with you. Like, right. it was nothing, like I was in a different realm. Like, nothing was real to me. I couldn't grasp anything. I couldn't cognitively think and I was trying so hard I remember being like dude fix this fix this like you gotta fix this dude you lost your clairvoyance my clairvoyance was bounced right out of my fucking head that's when you lost it right there that race man fuck BMX that was it fuck BMX (laughs) so dude so I had to get on a plane and I was so afraid because of the pressure changes and stuff and again I'm not really medically trained at that point at all but I was like dude I'm gonna fucking bleed out I know what strokes are. Right. Right? So I'm like, I'm going to bleed out. Like, this can't be good. And once you get going, you get going. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you um, don't get going often. No. But once you do. <laughs> yeah. I have to. <laughs> you're, you're, I recognize it a lot better now. Your brain's where, going. Where I go, 
Stop, dude. Right, yeah. Just stop. Yeah. You're manic right now. <laughs> Quit. Right, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, dude, I'm running, dude. And yeah. the whole, even the whole flight home, man, I've, I still have a horrible headache, dude. I still can barely function. I'm having a hard time just like normal thought process, man. I just can't get through yeah, anything. Yeah, right? right? Dude, I'm having a hard time speaking. And I'm like, man, this is not good, dude. So, I don't think my mom knew at this point. My mom didn't know probably until a couple years ago, dude. How bad you were. How bad I was. Wow. So she picks me up from the airport, right? She picks me up from the airport. How old are you? 20. 20-ish, early 20s. Two. 22. Tw- yeah. yeah. 23 maybe. Twenty. Okay. No, no, no. I was 21, 22. Okay. So get to, um, she picks me up and she's like, you hungry? I said, yeah, I'm hungry. So go and get some food. And I think it was like at Einstein's bagels or something right over there by the, by the, by the airport. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, don't tell her anything. Like, yeah. don't say anything. She you know, like, this is not going to be good. You. She didn't know. She, yeah. she didn't know. And I think she knew I wrecked cause I'm dude, I'm scabbed <laughs> up and I'm all, you know, like squirrely, forever. but I was so, I remember race weekend. For that was like one of my, yeah, dude, that was it. Right. So you were like that all the time. Right. I just remember being scabbed and bloody all the time. It's just one of those yeah. Sports. Or in a, yeah. In a slip, cast and slip a pedal. And dude, fucking. my mom used to get so mad cause I'd be in casts and I'd be like, I couldn't ride. So then I would like, so my wrist, right. I'd break my arm on my wrist and I would cut the cast off with <laughs> right. a hacksaw. So it just covered that bone. Right. And then about two, two and a half weeks later when I could stand it more, yeah. I would just cut the whole thing off. She caught me a couple times, dude, in the garage with a hacksaw <laughs> sawing off my cast. And she was so mad at me, dude. Well, of course she was. She just oh. paid for the damn thing. She was like, so wrong with you? mad at me. Oh. And I'd be like, I'm good. If I'm you came good. out to the garage and saw Rye, oh, dude. Up, like, like, what would you tell your daughter? Oh, yeah, it'd be on. <laughs> yeah, dude, she, that poor thing. She has a lot of me in her too. Oh yeah, I'm oh. sure she does. Well, and her mom is a super athlete. So. Yeah. So I see. Oh yeah. So anyways. Yeah, we'll get into that later too. Yeah. So <laughs> that happens. You know what I mean? Um, you know. Um, so I get I get back, and that was like one of my really my first memories. One that I probably shouldn't be on a plane because I think I'm gonna die. Two. When I get back, like, man, I can't really tell anybody because this is way worse than I think. And I think I was, there was a couple different things playing into it, but one of them was definitely that I was, I was afraid to know really what was going on, to be honest with you. Um, You're like, fuck, I'm not bulletproof anymore. That took, dude, that took me a long time to admit to myself, right? Because I was an athlete and I'm, dude, I'm, you know, there's no, yeah, there's no, there's no space in my brain for that. You know what I mean? Well, especially in that sport, you can't have no fear. You got to be. Nope. Fucking just go. Dude, that's it. Yeah. It was it's fractions of a second between first and second. That's right? it. Yeah. That's it. And yeah, that's exactly it, dude. It's so fast paced and yep. it's so right now. So, um, yeah, so that's what my, so then we, we get to the house and stuff and then I really start having issues. Um, like dizzy. Yeah. So I was extremely dizzy all the time. It was really weird. If I laid on my left side and I laid my head on a pillow, my head would buzz. I don't know if this is the craziest thing in the world, but it would literally sound like my head was like, <laughs> and I would turn over and it would quit. Don't sleep on that side. I didn't for a long time. <laughs> for simple. I didn't for a long time, dude. Just sleep on that side. So like, and I've, wrong. I think I've told you this before, you know, but you and I would be having a conversation. I knew who you were, right? I knew yeah. you were Brandon. But if it went any length of time, I had a really hard time trying to recollect what we were talking about right That's there what was this podcast is like yeah yeah you can't tell me what we talked about in minute 15 yeah you can't 
Are you saying I can't or like I can't either? Yeah, exactly. Because you start moving. Yeah, yeah it's, it's funny you say that because there's a couple times where I'm like, man, where are we? You know what I mean? <laughs> we're, we're in a time capsule. Right yeah, now. yeah. That's um, how it is. So I really started seeing. Um, I really started seeing a, a bunch of issues with that. Um, what, did you go to the doctor? No, hell no. Like, what'd you do? Just Again, I was, af- out I was afraid, dude. That's what I did. Till that's what I did. You know what I had? Um, so it's kind of, man. I've only admitted this to. I, there's probably only a handful of people that, that know this, but I'm, I'm in a, a time in my life where it doesn't bother me anymore. Well, just thousands of people are going to know now. So yeah, that's all right. Yeah. That's all right. Might as well um, come out. <laughs> yeah, dude. So I, you know what I started having, dude? I started having anxiety. Really? And it was really weird. So I was on the couch and I was like, oh, this will last a week and I'll be all right. Well, it didn't last a week. Then I started, I was stuttering. Dude, I had a hard time being able to speak. Um, I stuttered a lot, you know? Yeah. It, it was, like, like worse I said. Than me? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty bad, dude. You're good right now. Yeah. I haven't heard anything, actually. <laughs> It'll come out, I'm sure. Yeah. It's only sometimes yeah, when you're tired. And we're excited. That's too. Like a five-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> I know. something to say. <laughs> yeah. I gotta get it out. I gotta get it out. <laughs> dude, so I'm having issues with that, right? And then it's, it, so it's, it's the headaches, dude. It's the dizziness. I can't do anything. And then I start getting like an anxiety from it. I'm probably stressed because I'm not racing. I'm scared to death that something is obviously there's an issue, right? I don't really want to go to the doctor. I don't know fixer. what's going on. Like, like you're one of those people that's like, Hey, something's wrong. I'm going to fix it. Like with yourself, yeah. whatever, like, like you're not like, you're going to do the maintenance to get back to where yeah. you are. But then you're like, I don't even know what the fuck's wrong with me. Dude. And that was it. And that was a big issue for me looking back now is I didn't even have the, the general knowledge to understand what was going on with me. Um, so I think that's what scared me even more because sure. like I couldn't answer any questions yeah. and I was like, dude, I'm, I'm in trouble. You find comfort in knowledge. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I totally do. Yeah, you're like, all right. Yep. I know what it is, and now I know what I got to do. Even yeah. Even though it's fucked up, like at least I know. Absolutely. And then go from yep, there. Yeah. Absolutely. So, um, anyways, uh, you know, moving forward and stuff. This doesn't go away in a week. It doesn't go away in two weeks. Now we're like a couple months into things, and I'm I'm sleeping on the couch, dude. I'm, it's all messed up. My mom doesn't right. know what to do. You know, it's like, dude, what are you doing? You know, because I was right. gone, like. I was staying at my mom's house. Yeah, you, I was gone so much though. Yeah, you know what I mean. There, yeah, there's no need to have a place. No, you're never there. it was like, I, I, dude, it was every it's week. I was pad. in a different. That's it. I was living out of a suitcase. You know what yeah. I mean? And they would not. Yeah, it was a crash pad because I was training and yeah. doing all this other stuff. Easy, doing whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Home. So my mom doesn't know what to do. You know, she's yeah. like, dude, this dude, he lost his mind. You know, yeah. and then I start having anxiety where, dude, I couldn't even look. Like if I were to look outside of a window, that was such a big, vast world to me that I was like, oh. I'm going to go back to the couch. Dude, that's what it was, dude. <laughs> Just a little bit better. It was fucking weird. Yeah, you definitely had some fucking traumatic It, it was weird, dude. On, dude sure. And I was like, yeah, I would totally freak out. And I was like, you know, well, I'm going to die, you know. And then right. you have a, an anxiety attack and you're like, what the hell is going on? And I didn't know what anxiety was, you know what I mean? Yeah. I was just thinking – Dude, I'm dizzy and I can't breathe. Something seriously is going on. Yeah, I'm fucked up right now. On top of me not, yeah. you know, feeling good from from hitting my head. So, did you did you pretty much hang it up after that? No, dude, you, you I kept did. Going? I how, did. How much longer? So it took quite a while, right? <laughs> and then I remember one day, dude, I was at I was at a pretty low, I, and I was like, it's the lowest I've ever been in my life. Um, I was at a, a very low low, and uh, I like, I think it goes back to maybe you know having that fortitude, I guess. And, and, and clairvoyancy. Yeah. The clairvoyancy, <laughs> but being like, I was done. I go, yeah. that's fucking it. Yeah. 
so I started doing some research. Now I know that, oh, yeah, this is anxiety. Right. This can cause anxiety. And yeah. I was like, I'm doing this to myself. Brought on by fucking <laughs> dramatic. Yeah, theory. dude. Yeah. Fuck. Whatever it was. So anyways. Um, How I, hard was it to get out of it? Cause, because it was, cause the X Games came up like towards the end of your career, right? Yeah. So 2003. So I, I so 2003, I, had, I was scored high enough where I got a wild card because I hadn't been there before. So I didn't get like an automatic invite. Right. Right. But I was so I was high enough in points where I was one of a handful. I don't remember how it was that, right. that I got an invite. Yeah. Per that. Put your white guys on bike. Yeah. But I was fucked up. Right. So I can't compete. Yeah. But I get I get dude, I get I'm two thousand three, you know. Yeah. LA you X know, games. X Games. Yeah. Big deal. Sponsors obviously. Yeah. A lot lot on the line. Oh yeah, dude. You know? And I'm so fucked up in my head and nobody really knows how bad I am. Because I'm, I'm keeping it quiet. You don't even know how bad you are. True. Yeah. Very true. But I'm keeping it really quiet, right? This is my livelihood at the time. And it's a lot of fun at yeah. the time, you know? So um, keep it really quiet. Don't end up going. Don't end up competing, right? Then it, I think it was a couple months later, I go to a national. Then I end up getting sick. So I go to Utah I don't really feel good on the plane, but I'm like, yeah, no big deal. I get there. Dude, I end up having the flu. I got like 103 temperature, you know, sick as shit. Yeah, that's so don't race. So it allows me to come back. Your fucking dad was there. You so I'm racing. Oh, yeah, not dude. flying all that way to fucking not race, motherfucker. Dude, get on that bike. Pedal that that's exactly what would Should've happen. Should have called your dad. Yeah. You'd have got on the bike. We'll fucking tape it up, bro. <laughs> yeah. Take these Advil. Ready to go. Yeah. Drink this water. Suck it up. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> God, that's why we're 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 as tough as we are now because we had we had tough dads. I think so, dude. Yeah, yeah. That's why we, that's that's part of the reason. Yeah, sure. yeah. Man, they yeah, man. My they didn't dad let us was be character. They didn't let us be weak. Oh no, yeah, no. There was zero room for that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my dad was a little more loving than your dad, I think, but but still, like just. It's my, funny because he's such a care bear now, my dad. Yeah. But well, man, growing up, I was scared to death because he was a big guy. Yeah, you know? for sure. He's a good sized dude and just. Henri. Right. <laughs> His brothers were like that. Like, God, they were just Henri people. I get it. My <laughs> uncles are all the same way. Man. They still are. Still are. So, yeah. so you can't race. Yeah, so I can't race. Well, I'm getting back into racing at this point, right? And I'm trying to I'm trying to kind of get over this and I'm, I'm overcoming this and I'm, you know, figuring some things out and I'm not as bad as I was, but I'm still having issues, but I'm riding. But the biggest issue now is I'm scared. Yeah. You're, no, you're done. Done at that point, you should never. And I thought I was going to be able to overcome it. Right. Um, Broken bones are one thing, right? Fucking broken noggin, dude. Yeah. Dude, way different. Yeah, nowhere. And it produced. Plus, you're too smart too. Like, like you're you're not gonna be one of those dudes that's like, I don't give a fuck. I'm just gonna keep going hard. Like, you're too smart to be like, this is fucking me up. I can't do this thing. Yeah. Like, this is bad. Yeah. Like, like I gotta stop. So I. Correct. That was the hardest. That was an extremely hard decision for me. Yeah, for sure. Extremely hard decision for me. So going back to the same race now that I crashed at the year before. In Tulsa? In Tulsa. Grand Nationals, right? Biggest of the big. Like for ABA at the time, there were different sanctions back then, ABA and NBL and all sorts of stuff. So ABA, like the biggest race, like the who's who is there. So I'm there. I'm pro, obviously. You know, I'm maybe, dude, like... Dude, I might be 50% of what I was before. May, maybe, I'd say, I'll, let me take that back. Physically, I might be around that 65-ish mark. Right. But mentally, dude, I am nowhere yeah. near where I was. And I'm racing. And because my mom actually went out there, and I don't, 
I've never asked her this, but now that we're sitting here talking about this, I wonder. She it's crazy what really, happened in this room, huh? Yeah. <laughs> dude, she never really went out to like those big races, especially when I was on the national scene because I was gone all the time, yeah. dude. It was every weekend. It was a new state and this and that. And, it, you know, it was yeah. a whatever. She had a job. Yeah, she worked. She had to do. Yeah. And uh, so she's there. And then my other family's there and stuff. And I remember, dude, I was like, I was so scared to race because I was so afraid for that to happen again. Right. But I was at such a dilemma because I was thinking at the same time, I'm going, well, man, I got my family here. Like, I, dude, I can't be a fucking punk. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, sure. I, it, like I got to do this. Pride's fucking with you right now. Bro, it was, it was a <laughs> terrible internal struggle yeah. for me. Right, your ego's getting the best of you. Yeah, but that was that was one of the first times that I really realized how scared I was, and I was like, "Yep." And you're not a guy that gets scared. I mean, everybody no. gets scared. Like, yeah, but 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 we're able to manage that fear and kind of work through it. Like yep. it's not there's like courage isn't the absence of fear. It's being able to like navigate through that shit. Correct. So, but you're. It sounds like you you're getting to the point where like it's it, it was less fear, more this is fucking stupid. Like this is dumb. Correct. Yeah. So I don't really realize that until later on in life, right? Um, because going back again, it was such an internal struggle. One, I'm still squirrely at the time, man. My head's still yeah. kind of all over the place. You know, I still am having struggles with a lot of things. And uh, pride was a huge part of that, you yeah. know? Ego, guys. the whole deal, yeah. right? Um, so for me at the time, I was more about making a... Um, a smart decision rather than I was like, I was giving up. Right. And, I, and I was, I, and I was going out that way though. Yeah. And that was hard for me. That was hard for me. But looking back now, obviously it was a, it was a, it was a smart decision. It was yeah. a well-informed decision and, uh, but it was rough, man. So 2000. Well, that's probably a bigger experience than you realize. Cause, Huge. Cause check this out. Like, like we've all been around people that haven't been able to achieve whatever they wanted to achieve or they had uh -huh. to give up early on something and stuff like that. So there's that hole that's there and Absolutely. they just try and fill that with other shit yep. and you know, this car or this job or this, whatever, like you yeah. actually like fucking said, Hey, this, this isn't good for me. Yeah. It's not that I'm a pussy. It's not that, yeah. that I'm not, you know, good. It, yeah. Fear isn't controlling me. Like I'm going to get back on the bike. I'm going to ride this fucker. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's not doing what it should be doing for me. It's going to fuck me up. So, so, so I'm correct. I'm moving on. Yep. Yeah, I just didn't see a future, especially if I continued to do what I was doing. It, it wasn't going to take many more of those for something to be like you know catastrophically. Yeah. Well, what's an old dude in BMX? Well, it's different now because they but have Vic then. Pro racing at my yeah at my level was I don't know twenty five. Um, you might be pushing late twenties, early thirties. Yeah, yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Like it was the young exception. man sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. So like you're coming toward, towards 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 the end of your career anyway. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, I think I was I was like you right had a couple more years left. Yeah, I had a handful for sure. Yeah. Depending on how healthy you stay, that's yeah. the thing, you know. Still Dude, know. it takes it takes one lap. You go and you blow your knee out. That's right. it. I mean, I don't know how many guys have. You know, ankles and knees and well, shoulders. Shit, and like you broke this. fucking cranks in the starting game. Oh yeah, dude. Dude, that's that's yeah. straight up fucking power. Yeah, I broke like, a couple cranks. I'd break chains all the time. Yeah, pedals. I've broken pedals. Like, sorry, Shimano, but Shimano <laughs> pedals right off the shafts. Like, hey, I'm rocking numerous, I'm numerous. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a and that's dude. That's a violent sport. Like, Absolutely. I don't think people realize how violent that fucking sport yeah. is. So then, your transition from from BMX to like normal guy. 
How rough. Was that? Yeah, no, everybody struggles with that. You know, like I struggle from, from 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 not going to practice every day. To, that's it, dude. Fuck, man, I'm a normal. Once dude. you identify as an athlete, yeah, right? You, you kind of always identify as that, right? And a structure and 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 certain emotions that practice elicits, right? Yep. You know, like uh, pain routine, and excitement and all. Yeah, dude, it's like, it's all you know, those things. And it's you know? goal setting and winning and like now you're like, what the fuck? Absolutely, am I you know. Yeah, you get a lot of fulfillment from a lot of that yeah. stuff, and and um, you're around like-minded people. Uh-huh. Like you don't have to go around like these normal people that probably and let's just be honest like you and I like we we hold ourselves to a high standard and those people we associate ourselves with we want them to be around what we think our standard is absolutely it's not that our standard is better than anybody else or anything like that yeah. but we hold ourselves so then you get around general population and you're like you know probably some days you're a little irritated yes yeah. it was that was a that was a struggle for me man that was a, that was another huge. Um, uh, time of growth in my life right you know uh personally you know where like you said you know you're involved in sports for so long and you have this kind of bubble and this this mindset of kill 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 and all this you know and you know how it is forward 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 and this and that well that stopped really abruptly for me yeah like it felt like overnight it happens that way for everybody because one day it's on and the next day you're done yeah yeah it's a crash you're retiring i never wanted to be one of those guys that held on either yeah i didn't want to just be scraping by and like I think, you know, I think some people really enjoy it, but then they hold on for so long. Well, that's, what, that's their identity become, forever. Dude, that's it. Yeah. Now you're in your 40s and you still, yeah. you know, you don't, what are you doing? There's a dude that, that I'm in pajama wrestling with that was pretty good high school athlete yeah. or wrestler or whatever. Uh-huh. And things didn't work out the way he should and just never made the next jump. And, he, dude, he still lives it to this day. That's it, dude. I just want to give him a hug and say, bro, you're awesome the way you are. Like, yeah. don't, don't sweat it. Like, let yeah. that, like, don't live in the past. Like, like the, the peaked in high school guys that still Yeah, and I don't think he did, but it was such a hard thing for him that I just, I don't think he ever overcame it. It's just like, yeah. hey, man, like, it's okay. Like, yeah. live, live, live in the present. Who who you were at 17 or 18 or 21 or 22 isn't the person you are fucking in your 30s or 40s or 50s or whatever. Correct. So thank God I had enough, you know, uh, awareness to, to realize that um, this was just a, a, a chapter step. in my life yeah. and, and it is what it is. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's who knows how long it's going to last, yeah. you know? Um, so that transition going into, I guess I'm using my air quotes, like normalcy, right, was was different. Yeah, because weren't you like working Dude. at Bobby McGee's or something? I was like a bartender or something? Well, so I went back to school. Oh, okay. So I literally said no to my contract. Right. In 2004 basically two uh six weeks later i was in rolled in emt i got you because you're not going to sit around like my family's you're not going to sit around and not do nothing yeah right like yeah. you're gonna you're yeah, gonna work sure. and you're gonna earn your keep dude yeah, that's you got how to, it is yeah, you, gotta, you gotta do something so and i didn't see any future of me if i continued down the path i was with just still overcoming whatever i thought i was overcoming you know right um or the injury to look yeah. back now, right? Um, I, I needed to continue to move forward. That's all I knew. Do something, yeah. right? So yeah, so I roll in school. I still don't have a job. I have no idea what I'm going to do for a job. Uh, I used to go to a place called Mr. Good Sense. It's on. Oh yeah, dude. Sub so shop. the sub yeah. shop, right? Yeah, sure. So yeah. uh, I used to go there a lot when I when I when I rode, right. right? So going back to going out to eat all the time. So I go to the sub shop. Friends with the owner, friends with the manager, and he's like, "Hey, dude, I'm working at I'm working at this bar, Bobby McGee's. You know, I'm 22 at the time, 21, 22, 21, maybe, right? Somewhere, anyways, right around there." And he's like, uh, "You want a job?" I'm like, "Yeah, like, what do you do?" He's like, "Oh, well, you know, I I, I run the door, but we do this, and uh, you know, basically, like, can, like, can you fight?" And I was like, "Well, I don't, you know, I don't know." He's like, 
that's kind of how it was. Like, just scratching and, and, yeah. and slapping. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fighting. Yeah. I'll eye gouge with the best of yeah, them, dude. Yeah, I can do that. I'm from the West Side. Can so, I knife a motherfucker? That's kind of how it like <laughs> happens. I'm like, so you like work at a club? He's like, yeah. yeah. I'd never been there. Same thing happened to me. I bounced at uh, yeah. Maloney's in Tempe. Like, yeah. did a job. Like, that's hey, it. can you find him? Like, no, I'm going to wrestle in college. All right, come on. <laughs> Pretty much it. Pretty much it. Yeah. You know, they knew I wrestled, yeah. obviously. Like, yeah, come on. You're stupid. So that's where it was. And uh, so, anyways, man, like, I think it's like the next day or a couple days later, you know, I'm working in this bar now and i'm going to school and yeah yeah kind of just another weird transition in my life where it kind of exploded you know and then we won't get into it a lot because there's yeah. other because i think there's other athletic shit that i want to talk about more like so, so yeah. then you got hired by the fire department yeah you tested got hired first time uh yes so that's yeah awesome deal like uh monty yegerman the dude that helped you get hired right yes that's him, him my dad yep. know each other he's an old power lifter too so yeah he got you there, and then you probably I don't know if he listens to this, but probably still one of my favorite people of all time. He's he was he's somebody who I mentor truly looked up to, mentor and coach. Why? Absolutely. Why? I think a lot of things, man. Um, his work ethic is ridiculous. Like for people who don't know him, uh, his work ethic is is one of the most unwavering, amazing things to watch. Those old dudes, man. Dude. Like, like he's in his 60s or early 70s. Yeah. Yeah. There's like fucking set him to a so clock and I, just get out of their way. I took his class, like his fitness class to work out and do all this stuff. Getting ready for the fire department? Yeah, dude. Gotcha. First of all, I, dude, I come from playing sports, right? Yeah. From all kinds of sports. And now professional level, like, I mean, going to like preparing for the Olympics in 2008, like that's where I was headed towards, yeah, right? Because right? yeah. Beijing, you know, they, they had the Olympics athlete. and do stuff. Yeah. yeah so... I'm, I'm training with some pretty amazing people. Yeah. And I remember the first time I did Not his, firemen, right? his class. No, no, <laughs> There's, we have some amazing people, yeah. but I remember training with him for the first time and going, Oh, this is a whole nother animal. Yeah. Like I was like, and he's doing it with me. Yeah. He's doing it with me. Yeah. And he's probably in his fifties at this point. Yeah. And I'm like, this guy is insane. My dad was still squatting and deading. Exactly. Over fucking 500 pounds yeah. in his sixties. Dude, that's, <laughs> just the the mental toughness that yeah. they have is just For crazy sure. to me, you know. So, um, I take this class and I fall in love with it. Then I start helping out, and then I'm I'm helping out with him like every day, you right. know, for a couple years. At this there you point. are all in. Yeah, dude. There, there's me, dude. All in. That's it. Yeah. I'm not here. I wasn't. I wasn't there to to to. I didn't. I just, I'm not here to make friends. Yeah, I'm dude. I'm here to I'm here to get a job and I'm here to have a goal and I still I'm still way in that yeah. mindset, right? right? I'm still athlete mindset You're where it's there. just you know You're still there today. not as bad dude it's just it's a little more selective very selective yeah yep because you have other things have the, going on that you have to take care of absolutely so be yeah a little more selective this is the first year i haven't competed in since i was probably literally five years old yeah so oh damn what time is it yeah where are we at <laughs> yes let's take a guess where we're at three three thirty Oh no, we're in. Oh. No, as far as how long we've been talking. Oh, I'm sh probably a good hour or so. We're more. close to two. Yeah. right now, so yeah. yeah, it's a time warp. So then, fire department do all that stuff. You yeah, and I meet, and then why did you start doing MMA shit? Because that was that was kind of your next. Dude, yeah, uh, it was just deal. I don't know. It was one of those things like, after was, after knowing you got fucking traumatic brain injuries and concussions. <laughs> like I got a good idea. I'm gonna go get punched in the head. Idiot. Yeah, yeah. Dude, it was just one of those things. It was like, like who got you into that? It wasn't me. No, it was just me. Dude, you yeah. know what the weird thing is? So I remember 
I remember watching the first, the the number one and number two UFC. Right. I'm at Blockbuster at the time. That's right? your job? No, I'm just there because I was I was racing. Oh, dude, we gotta stop and talk about the one job that we haven't even talked about. What? Clint was the dude at uh, Skateland. Oh. We gotta go back. <laughs> the dude. What the hell did they call you? That was a floor guard. Is that the? I don't know the yeah. like, with the striped shirt and all that shit. Hell yeah! Like he's and the, the whistle, skate backwards, like do all that kind of shit. Like, how in the fuck did you get into so to the I, skate lane? I grew up in Maryville, right? All in again. Like, well, <laughs> gr- grew up in Maryville, Rolero, oh, iconic, yeah. right? Right. So it's there's people who are gonna listen to this and be like, oh yeah, I know exactly. So dude, a lot of people still skate like in the ghetto. I get right. it, you know and. Obviously, I, you I just did. started it. Yeah, I started Rolero. A lot of my guys that we played football with, that we played sports with. So all your buddies were a, a lot of them were ring guards or whatever you call them. No, no, no. But we started working there. I was young, dude. Right. I was How like, old? oh. Did you wear like the tight black black pants and all that shit? No. Did you have the full that wasn't on the style then, dude? It wasn't. Are you talking about when I was floor guarding or yeah, just floor going? Guarding. No floor. Oh, guarding. so like what was your get up? Like, I, so I started Rolero, right? And right. then I transitioned when we moved. Well, now it's called Great Skate on the North Side, which was like Upgrade. the it was like the enemy, dude. That's where, the, that's where all the preppies went. Yeah. They wore Doc Martens. <laughs> and you fit right in, not. No. Yeah. They knew I was from Rolero. Yeah, all right. So so there's a certain style from Rolero, yeah. right? So anyways, so, <laughs> dude, so I, I start going there. And then it was just a natural progression. I started. Of I started, course, for everybody. Yeah. Everybody, everybody progresses into being a Yeah. 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 <laughs> so I just started working there. And then they're like, yeah, you're a floor guard. And then whatever. So I was a floor Could guard. Could you do all this shit? Like spins and fucking yeah, skate man. backwards? Dude, all that I was shit. on a. We had like rhythm teams like you're like, on a rhythm team like ri- like yeah like rhythm skating so dude. i've always joked and said one of our good friends mike robinson is is, is black dude too so like i've always said the clint mike are half brothers because clint like has half black in him on a, see now this now it's even making more sense dude rhythm so team. we had rhythm teams right and then you had like what the fuck a is series a series of numbers so how many people are on a rhythm team it just depends how big's your how big's your crew i don't know how big, how big's your entourage <laughs> My entourage was, it, I don't know, man. We Five had, or six? We or? Had, yeah, we probably, because it was selective, dude. You can't just have anybody skate oh, with I, you. Hey, I agree, dude. You know what I mean? Agree. There's a rhythm that has to come dude, down. there's it. a rhythm. <laughs> so you have two turns. Like people who've been in a skating rink, you have two turns and straightaways, right? So each straightaway you had like a, like moves, yeah. a series of moves, yeah. right? So you get on this, you get on these straightaways and we'd have like numbers and you'd call them out. Like you just throw, <laughs> throw your hand up like number one. So you knew, what you, number one was. you knew what number one was. It was a series of movements and <laughs> dude, you were fresh. That's it right there. Let me see. Backstroking to rhythm roller skating. Can you do that move right there? Oh yeah, dude. That's like, so we call that shuffling. Okay, so yeah, then there's so, different kinds of shuffling. So we're watching but, a YouTube video on backstroke and rhythm roller skating. Oh yeah, that's like easy. That's like step one type. Yeah, thing. so you did that like in the so you know how you had like the outer perimeter of oh, yeah, the skating yeah. rink, right? And then the middle I part. I went to Skateland, but but they never asked me to be a. a yeah, a so we took our rhythm crews to to <laughs> Skateland, and we had battles. It's not a gang officer; it's a club. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, so, like the middles were roped off. Well, that's where you did like your your shuffling. Oh, it was like sure. in the middle, and there's you had different styles of shuffling. It's like dance. You did know? you jump cones and all that shit too? I mean, I could jump cones, but that, it wasn't like not a big deal. No. Yeah, it's whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I had to go back because like that's a great story. Yeah, and I, I didn't even know you were on a rhythm team. I just need. Oh yeah, dude. Dude. <laughs> yeah, we were serious. You had a pretty eclectic. Oh, dude. <laughs> God, I love it. Totally. All right. So you're, so you're watching the UFC 1 and 2, and you're like, I want to get punched in the head because I haven't had enough no, so I concussions. No, so I see this Yeah, I see this before, like, the serious concussions. And I'm like, this is 
radical. Like this is one of the coolest things I've ever seen, right? This is real. This isn't yeah, fake. For sure. Yeah, it's like- and I was floored, dude. And it was just always one of those weird things, I think, you know, wrestling for so long and yeah. doing some stuff. And I'd done a little bit of boxing at that time and whatever, but um I just thought it was amazing. So then the older I get, it was just always that weird thing. I was like, man, I want to try that. Like, right. I think it's awesome. Yeah. And I just, one day I was like, I'm going to go learn this. Like, that's it. That's, and that's your personality. Yeah. Like, I'm going to go do this. That's it. And like, I did. And then just fucking look out. Like, that's here it. it comes. Yeah. And then you're going to immerse yourself in it for. That's what I did. However long you need uh-huh. to. And then you're like, okay, what's next? Uh-huh. Like, so, yeah. so the, but you actually ended up getting into, into an amateur fight because I came and saw it. Yeah. 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 So, man, it was like one of those bucket list things that I was like, yeah. it's, it, it's scary. It was scary for me. Yeah. Um, I knew when you walked out and I was like, ah, they're feeding him a fucking minnow. I'm like, he's going to, this kid's going to be done in a minute. He, yeah, oh, really? Well, as soon as he reached, I'm like, arm bar's over. And everyone's like, what? And then it's over. I'm like, told you. <laughs> that guy had like some, like some fights and stuff and he'd been around for a he while. He didn't look like it. He, well, yeah. He I made know. him look like an amateur for sure. So, uh, it was just one of those bucket list things that I was like, dude, I got to do this. But then that was it. You kind of stopped after that, right? Yeah, it was weird. So I got, um. I remember this conversation at one point. You used to train, I was, what was it called? The Beaker? No. Yeah. Like the, the graduate the cylinder. Yeah. The, yeah. I was at the lab. The lab. That's so what I was at the lab. I used right? to fuck with Clint all the time. Like, hey, are, yeah. are you going to the graduate cylinder today to train? <laughs> I forgot about that. He's like, come in, fucker. Come uh, I, for, I forgot about that. <laughs> like, any any chemistry uh, <laughs> thing I could think of, I was naming <laughs> yeah. it the whatever else every time. <laughs> I forgot. The Butson burner. You going yeah. to the Butson yeah, burner today? Yeah. Always. Because I never talk any shit. Yeah. I forgot about that. That's not yeah, so I'm going there, and again at the time, there's just amazing athletes there. Yeah, right? wasn't Ben Henderson? Oh yeah, dude, Ben there? Henderson's there. He's on his rise. He's on a rampage. You know, he's doing a bunch of stuff, and I'm I, I get asked to come and for a, so it's a while, right? I'm just doing jujitsu, do jujitsu, right. some boxing, stuff. pajama wrestling. Rick, yeah, pajama wrestling. So Rick I got Rufus a new is name there. For it. Well, I don't think people are liking it either when I go to the to jujitsu. Oh, I call it? it PJJ, the Pajama Jammy Jam. <laughs> People don't like that either. I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah, can see that's that. what it is. It's, yeah, it's fat man's wrestling in pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> where 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 you're encouraged to stall? Yeah, <laughs> dude, coming from a wrestler, how hard is that? Uh, like, it's actually pretty comfortable for me because I'm pretty lazy. So I'm like, oh, I can stop in the right beginning now. though. Well, like I'll be honest with you, like like not to bullshit you, like those dudes conditioning is not way different. Yeah, like Way I, like I'm wearing people out absolutely because they're not used to running the that pressure. Phase. Yeah, exactly. Correct. So, but yeah, no, but it is nice to be like, oh, I'm gonna take a break. All right, exactly. three seconds, and don't hit me with a stalling call. <laughs> cool, yeah, going. and then learning to take that break and wear out and this and that. And well, like, even today, like before this, I came and like there's a dude they call him there the Hulk. He's a big old monster. Yeah, dude. he's a nice guy, super yeah. nice guy. Like yeah. whatever. He's like, dude, you are never excited. Yeah, he goes every time I put you in a bad spot, you're like. Your heart rate never goes up. Your breathing never goes up. It's like you. He, he's like. He's like. It's like you just don't give a fuck. You know I'm what like, though? Because I like, really don't. It's like that. What is it? The 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 duck on water metaphor. How yeah, does that yeah, work? yeah, yeah. Like, for sure. It looks real calm, right? Yeah, and but your feet. So your yeah. mind's constantly. Well, that's what I told you know, him too. I go. I go. Hey, fluttering. Have you ever heard the statement? Karate man hurts on the inside. Yeah, I'm that's like, it. I'm like on the inside. I'm like motherfuckers. Yeah. You're not oh yeah. You. I'm like. I'm like. Oh, but yeah. on the outside, you're never gonna see it on my face. And I think that's something. Uh, being in the military or, yeah. you know, being in, in, in sporting events where you got to be fucking cool, man. Like, no matter that's what's it. going on around you. That's it. Be cool, bitch. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. 
Yeah, dude. So, um, so you're doing jujitsu. So I'm doing all this at the stuff. Beaker. Yeah, at the at the beaker. So I'm doing all this stuff, right? And I'm learning. They're gonna come kick my uh, ass. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna yeah. hear this me knocking there's on some, the fucking there's door. Some bad dudes some in there, killers. right? So then uh, John Crouch, he's one of the owners and like head coach and all that other stuff, right? So John's like, hey, you should come to the fight team. And I'm like, yeah, whatever, you know. And I right. was like, oh, this is cool, you know. Like, man, I'm getting invited to this place. Yeah. And I'm getting to learn around these amazing guys. Well, another and, goal too, right? Dude, that was it. Another well, goal. and then I felt it start to satisfy that. Yeah that that athletic side and that that i i it was it was something and i think i suppressed for a long time because i was in school right well so i had i had a focus exactly not an outlet to go exactly fucking beat people up and it was yeah it was one of those (laughs) things where i was like well this is yeah we're we're back at it you know this is okay for me to come in here and hurt people and choke people and yeah and i i had that fulfillment again i would leave and you know you're laying on the ground like you know Oh, just smoked. And it was something that I hadn't had in a long time. That's a lovely feeling for people that love it. Like, like, you know, I think guys like us, we find clarity in suffering. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. I found it pretty good this morning. I was, I was on the floor. (laughs) I was doing, it was one of those days where I was like, oh my God, (laughs) you know, yeah. What am I doing? This is stupid. So yeah. So, you know, I get into that. Well, so going back into BMX, right. You get to meet a ton of amazing people. There was a, there was a kid, um, uh, it was a, it was a, he was a younger guy at the time, um, hung around me, you know, I was like one of the local pros and stuff right. and they got to see me and do whatever, but, um, yeah, you're super, super awesome kid. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, you know how I am, dude. You're a big I, deal. Just ask you. So yeah, just ask me. I'll tell you. <laughs> so, uh, hanging around and then I, you know, just became real good friends with him and his son and kind of, yeah. you know, hung around me and yeah. did all that stuff. Well, you're you know? a likable dude, man. Like that's, you know, you're, I appreciate you're that. Guy. Some days. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, he was wrestling now for uh, the, the Bobcats. East uh, side. Montana? State? No, no, no. no. Oh, high you're school. About high school? I fucking know. So he was racing. High uh, Mountain, is it Mountain Point, maybe? God. He know. went to Mountain Point. Chris. Red our, Mountain? Chris, our, our, our media guy, 40 Volt Media. Red Mountain Bobcats, maybe? Oh, uh, that was Mountain Lions. Red Mountain was, was Mountain Lions. I don't know. Anyways, Not so he's wrestling, dude. Um, Let's. I'm kind of helping him out. Let's say he's a Padre. It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, <laughs> true. I feel like I was always like a Padre at heart because that's where I was you were, like, yeah, that's, that's where I was yeah. like supposed to go, I guess, you know? You were. So it was always a weird transition. Well, it was that or like Maryville, you know? So. It was like the West Side Tempe School. <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> we had all the Guadalupe kids. <laughs> exactly, that's why, yeah. exactly. That's why. So you're helping him wrestle. Yeah, yeah. It's funny, dude. My, uh, so Lindsay, right, yeah. who people don't know, it's my, you know, we've been together for a long time. Yeah, and, uh, it's your baby mama. Yeah, baby mama. And uh, her brother is actually with a, a padre. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes, I like it. Yeah. So um, uh, so th- this is when you're at the lab, you're helping yeah, train so, this kid? Yeah, so yeah, like right that kind of around that same time. So I'm yeah. helping. He's, he's wrestling, ends up winning the 5A state title, oh, nice. you know, like he's yeah. legit, right? right yeah. Goes to the military, going to Bud's, uh, ends up going and partying one weekend and um, does some heroin and overdoses and dies. Fuck, right. Dude. So uh, it was like, it was like losing a, a little brother for sure. You know? So it was rough. Yeah. And he was always like, dude, you got to get in there and fight. You got to get gotcha. in there and fight. You got to go in there and fight. So that was, that was a, a big motivation for me too, where I was like, yeah, dude, I'm going to face that fear, you know, right. cause it's a, it's a scary thing. You know, right. it's weird, man. You go in there and you're wearing, 
you know, you got these little gloves on and you, you got no shirt on and you're wearing pants and they shut doors and it's, it's me or you, dude. Yeah, it's the highest form of accountability oh, out there. Yeah, oh yeah, dude, that's exactly it's sports, it. It's right? so, it's so click, click. Yeah, it's so like primal yeah. for real. Yeah, it's like one of the most primal feelings and I've ever had. Everything you've done up to that point is going to show. That's it, dude. And yeah. it was like either yeah. prepared or unprepared. Yeah, and it, it yeah. So that was just kind of check the box. Because then after that, you slowly it was dude. It was kind of a check the box it. thing. It was it was kind of a check the box thing for me and. Uh, I think I still wanted to do it right, but I remember I remember it was John Crouchex came up and he's like, Hey, he goes, like, basically, how about let's try to pursue this? Let's try to pursue this, right? And then the fire department will kinda always be there later. And I remember thinking like, like nah. Well, <laughs> so I just come from BMX, right? Yeah. A handful of years before that. I saw the business side of it. Yeah. It's not this. You, you got to be a top 1%, man. Dude. Yeah. Or you're not. When you're hurt or when you're not that promotional tool and you're yeah. not making money and you're not doing this, you see a very different side of people. Yeah, for sure. Oh, a lot of these, you know, oh, it's sports and this and that. Dude, the business side of it is, is, uh, can be nasty. For sure. And I was definitely in the business, man. Oh, dude. Yeah. I was involved in that. And people who I, you know, I'm a loyal person, man, and I hold my friends tight. And, you sure. know what I mean? Yeah. That's, Small tribe, that's right? That's actually one of the things I love about you. Yeah. and uh, You'd have made a good military guy, for sure. Yeah, yeah probably later on in life. Yeah. Maybe well, not maybe, younger. Yeah, no, younger yeah. you would have because they, they would force me to. They just beat the dog. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I said that the other day. I was like, man, I think I missed my calling. But uh, uh, maybe not. Yeah. Yeah. So, but going forward, you know, anyways, um, I just didn't want to. And I, I saw myself going down that route to be honest with you. Right. And I, I stopped it then. Good. And I was like, I'm not going to do this again. Fuck. I'm not going to go back through this. I'm not going to have those feelings. I'm not going to... Dude, you sacrifice a lot. For sure. You sacrifice yourself. You sacrifice relationships. Yeah. Um, there's a lot that you sacrifice for that stuff because you're so um, self-absorbed, I guess. Does yeah. that make well, sense? Well, you have to be, right? You, you have... There's, yeah, no, there's yeah. no room not to be. You have to have... A supporting cast around you, like like you, you're you're the most important person at that time. Absolutely, so it's it's a selfish thing, but not. It's just hey, like I'm. This is what I have to do to be able to make money and survive. Like you obviously had yep. another job, but yep. but you're smart. If you're like, nah, no, nah, yeah, yeah, this is cool. And that's kind of yeah. where it was, dude. And and man, I had cut weight during wrestling, and yeah. they're like, because I'd be a tall 155er, right? So right. Like, let's get down to 155. Let's do. It. And I was like, like dude, fuck, no, dude, dog, no, I'm out. Yeah, that, I remember, that fight that I fought, I think well, I was like 170. Because we were still on on the rescue, and you were cutting weight oh. at work. Remember? Yeah. Yes, so. I do remember. Like you had to get, Miserable. Get to, yeah, it's not any really fun. And it was hard for me to get down to that. Yeah, cutting weight's not fun, dude. I was like, it's like yeah, can, like restrict your calories, oh, fucking dude. train just as hard. Yeah, like be irritable. Like, all well, that shit. and it's not like we were on for people who don't know. Like, this isn't. Well, you know, I walked forty miles in the snow uphill. Blah right. blah blah. But yeah. we were literally on the busiest rescue for two years. Were we on the busiest rescue? Yeah, dude. It was the second busiest apparatus in the city. See, that and that was behind like like nine eighteen or whatever it was. We were the busiest. <laughs> we were hands down the busiest rescue and the second busiest apparatus. Yeah, that's dude. How, we got killed. That's how we're charged. We are. We're, we're yeah. getting our balls beat in. And don't even realize yeah. it. We're like, oh yeah, this is just normal. I remember you like starting the business, and I remember you started the in full swing, dude. That's too. what I'm yeah. saying, dude. And just exhausted. We were getting killed, and like I would go train, and you'd go work, yeah, and, exactly. dude. It was just crazy. And I was still training, doing my own stuff. Yeah, not to your level for sure. Yeah. It's crazy. That was a wild time, dude. It was fun. That was that. Oh, for that sure. That was 
like you, like Mike Smith, or, like I did my first 100 rescues with him. Yeah. On on Rescue 11, that was fucking awesome. Yep. And then when I came to three, I had I had even more fun. Yeah. Like just completely. Yeah. Like both experiences were awesome, but completely different. Yeah. Like in like you know, yeah. it, it was just so much, so such a good time. Yeah, um, it was. It's shit. It's still a good time. Yeah, for sure, dude. I, we haven't even gotten into the CrossFit shit. Yeah, or, you're gonna come back. So okay. I mean, we're fucking two hours in. And cool, man. Like, there's so much CrossFit shit to talk about. Yeah. Cause I don't want to cut that short because that's that's a pretty big journey yeah, yeah, for, yeah. for for you. Um, and then we'll talk about the fatherhood stuff and all that other kind cool, of stuff. Cool, man. But yeah, but like, so so then, did you just say, hey, fuck it, like I'm gonna stop coming to the the uh, Bunsen burner? Or? No, you know what it was, dude. I I. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's it's a good running joke. Yeah, that's really. funny. I'm dude. sorry it's, to laugh. I, I literally yeah. forgot about it until you said it. It still <laughs> makes me laugh. I'm just like, it's so you. Like, it's too such easy. An idiot. <laughs> it's, uh, it's too easy for me. Yeah. Um, no, it wasn't like I just like I'd plan. You know what? You know what honestly happened? So I bought that first house, right? I yeah. bought that house. It was a little bit farther away. Um, gotcha. I was working a ton at yeah. the time. I had some other things that I was trying to. Uh, do in my life at the time, like set myself up financially for. Well, you, you had know, a flight. That's got to be your priority, and that just wasn't. Yeah, exactly. And um, I literally originally just went in and like I'm going to take a little bit of a break. Gotcha. But then I found what yeah, I'm doing the now. CrossFit stuff. Exactly. But you're, you're talking about getting back into jiu-jitsu and getting back on a mountain bike. So, like, I can't believe you haven't been back on a mountain bike yet. Like, you're, well, I, you know, I've tried it a couple of times. Like, I had a bike there for probably six months. Right. You know what I found? To be honest with you, I found myself starting going down that route again. Where you going to? I don't think, yeah, but I don't think I was, I'm in a way better, uh, I'm in a way better place. Like mentally? Yes. Like, like I'm not going to get on a bike and try and compete every time yes. I get on it? Okay. Like, like I said, gonna this fun. is the first year that I haven't competed with stuff and I yeah, you switched have a my bit priority. Of fun. Yeah. Oh, that's that's fun, exactly fun, it. Fun's cool, dude. Exactly. Like fun's awesome. So like we just got back from California and I had like one of my first real vacations. I know, I know I saw it like on Instagram. So I'm like, I'm like, it looks like dude, he's totally the suburban father on vacation. Bro, that was me. That, that, there was a day I didn't that. even get out of my chair. I was sitting there because <laughs> we were, were camping well, it. Because you drank too many beers? No, or? dude. Because <laughs> I like let go. Yeah. So nice, like, right? dude, yeah. amazing. Yeah. It's taking you a little while, but. Yeah, I know you always say it, but until it takes somebody obviously to to yeah. to, to feel it to be tangible, I well, guess. I'm a work hard, play hard guy. Like I'm, yeah. Wherever I'm at, I'm present. I can shut it off. I'm present here right now, and that's it. Yeah. But your brain's your brain. Oh yeah, going. dude. It's like, Running a thousand miles an hour. Yeah. Hey, I'm on the bike. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, that was good. So uh, yeah, the bike thing is definitely something that's that uh, is very serious to me it's now. Fun. And dude. I'm and I'm 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 ready. Good. Dude. I'm ready. I wasn't ready then. I started getting, getting competitive, dude. I gotta go ride. I gotta go ride Haji's bike. I gotta go ride. He's got a specialized that he wants. Yeah, to Yeah, he bought an Enduro or something. Try the Yetis. Like I like I rode the one thirty, one forty, one fifty. Okay. They're they're all pricey, but are they know. steep head tubes though? No, they're not. And I'm then a real like, kind of yeah. I me think too. the mountain bikers call it slack. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it I just think comes from my BMX. From your background too, I think they'll like the new bikes are going to be too much bike for you. Got it? Because you're going to be able to pull off other things because you are strong and explosive uh-huh. like that. Uh-huh. On like an all mountain bike, uh-huh. they, they Gormley has to like ride an enduro bike for it because he's 150 pounds wet <laughs> and has no muscle mass because he's Indian. <laughs> but, <laughs> he's got, he's got bad bad shugs. Yeah, I would, are bad. I would. Uh, I would. I would. I uh, would give you the advice to just ride multiple bikes. Okay. So don't, I'll do that. I, even though we know Kevin, Kevin owns uh, oh, yeah. Gordy's Bicycles. Shout out yep. to Gordy's Bicycles. And that's sure. where we buy a bunch of our bikes yeah. from. But, yep. but I, I mean, I'm on a specialized still, but I think the next bike we buy is a 
it's gonna be yeah, a, I'll definitely check him out. I'm, are I'm open minded because I'm I'm literally starting from scratch. Gotcha. Realistically, are you gonna get back into jujitsu then at all? Yeah, I, dude. My goal is twice a week, and I've been hitting it. Yeah, so it's been fun for me. It's been a crazy weird journey for yep. me, and I'll get into it another time. But like because of my yep. background and coming in there and like stuff like that, it's just different. Because I, you know, I'm used to coming into a room with all Americans or oh, yeah. Olympians and stuff like that. So it's like doggy dog. You come in there, it's, it's, it's a different thing. So it's yeah. like, you got to be able to, it's a different community completely. Yep. And like, you got to sure. gate it down for those for people. Sure. And like, so, but it's, um, it's been fun. Yeah, dude, I am, uh, I'm absolutely coming back. Uh, I'm, you know, obviously uh, mama's doing like, yeah, she, what's today is today the ninth. I don't 10th? know what today is. She's due on the 22nd. So yeah. just bought a new house, obviously having a son, you know, and, in, in yeah, twelve days or whatever it's it is. Awesome, dude. Yeah, so um, I got to get past that little. Oh yeah, sure. you know what I mean. Yeah, Once absolutely. we get past that, then I'm absolutely in. Because Just I would love to, like once or twice a week, kind of thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Because I think I'm there, or well, I I didn't go back because it became, dude. It it immersed me again, and then I started. It was every day off, and then it was maybe two a days, and then I started, right. you know, doing, know. you know. Yeah, trust me, I get so. It. If I can, I can do like a two or three day a week. Just and have fun. Just have fun, dude. Just have fun. That's it. We've accomplished enough things. Yeah. I mean, we'll still have goals and do other things. Yeah. But it's like, we don't have to smash, smash the world every yeah, day. Yeah. Goals and priorities are definitely different now than they were even yeah. four or five years ago. For you sure. Know. Yeah. You, know. you have other priorities. Absolutely. So if I was going to sum it up, like for you, cause yeah, because the podcast is about, you know, what, what makes a difference in successful people. And you've been successful on, um, a BMX by yep. you've been successful in, in the CrossFit world and you know MMA jiu-jitsu stuff or whatever like the yeah. things I've heard from you today is like hard work um, being around higher level competition or higher level athletes or business people or yep. whatever um, having a good coach that you can kind of you know Absolutely. look up to yeah. and that coach leads by example Absolutely. puts in the work and then you know the, the thing that's coming through even with Eric Hill and like everybody else, like everybody has a different journey of success yeah. and that's not always defined as being an X games guy yeah. or, or yeah. a pro or stuff like that. Yeah. But like it's fucking hard work. Yeah. Like, there's no other way around it besides fucking putting in the work. Yeah. No, there, there isn't dude. I, I say this to my athletes all the time, you know, and it doesn't matter, you know, big, small, whatever gifted, not gifted. Um, nothing beats hard work and consistency. Yeah. Nothing. Absolutely. That is, that's, I think that's key. Yeah, you know what I mean? Sure. Continue to show up. Cause you continue can, to try. Because that that person will outwork the guy with talent that doesn't. Absolutely. See it all the time, right? All day long, dude. Yeah, all day, yep. I love all day long. Hard work. Like, that's the thing that that's comes it. through all the time. That's it. So where can we – so what's uh, the CrossFit gym? Is CrossFit BCR? Yeah, CrossFit BCR. Is, on, where do you uh, find them on Instagram? Uh, it's CrossFit BCR. So at CrossFit BCR. Yeah, same thing on uh, on Facebook as well. You can look at us. Uh, we have a website as well, CrossFitBCR.com. You can check that out. And then where can so, people find you on Instagram? Uh, at Gower Power. No, something, no. Rad Dude, Racing. That's so funny. Something. I got to get a new email. That's from my racing days. That was a nickname for my Just racing embrace days. embrace it, bro. I do, but then I, you go to like somewhere formal. Who cares? And then they go, oh, that's like, that's cute. <laughs> and then I go, yeah, dude, it was when I was like 14 or 15. Dude. I like, like hey, I was... like, it, 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 honestly, it kind of, it, it gets you. <laughs> yeah. It is. Yeah. So. Aren't you at Gower Power? Yeah. On Instagram? No, no. On, on Instagram, I'm blue collar. Okay. Spell that. Because I, I spell like you're from the West Side. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can't spell good. <laughs> B-L-U-C-L-L-R. Okay. At. B-L-U-C-L-L-R. Yeah, blue collar. Right. Good man, like. I want to go longer, but we've been a couple couple hours in. Love it, dude. And I'll have you back, dude. 
You up yeah, for that? Absolutely. We'll talk about yeah. uh, whatever the hell that shit is, CrossFit. We'll yeah. Just do shit. Trying try to be the best at exercising. Crap yeah. Or whatever. Real <laughs> good at exercising. <laughs> and then we'll talk more training, too, because we didn't get to talk about any training. I know, dude. We've got like, a lot to talk about. Yeah, man. you and I trained together for a long time. Yeah. We trained, for what, probably a 1,000 athletes together. Oh, at least. yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, tons. Just on the fire burn site, so we'll talk more about that. Yeah, dude. But that's it. Episode four, Clint Gower. I uh, appreciate it, brother. I love you, man. Yeah, like We've too. been through a lot of shit together. Yeah. It's awesome to get in, into a room and talk to you about this yeah. stuff. Um, again, you can find at Make the Difference Podcast on Instagram. Same thing on Facebook. Our URL for our website is uh, com. Uh, if you can, you can download any of our stuff on any of the podcast uh, medium that you want to download it from. Leave us some reviews. Tell us what you want to hear, good, bad, or indifferent. I might listen to it or not, but <laughs> put it up there. But tell anybody you want to about the podcast. Appreciate the time. Episode 4, Clint Gower.